there we go. Do that the whole show. <laughs> Have a good slurp. I don't mind. I wish you would. Just do something different. Fuck. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the IO panel. This is episode 137, which is being recorded on Sunday, January 20th, 2019. My name is Michael, and I'll be the primary host this week. With me, as always, are my two secondary hosts, although that's not meant to denigrate them in any way. Uh, Evan and James. Evan, how you doing? Illustrious. Thank you very much. Illustrious. Uh, there we go. I, I'm doing very well. As you were doing the intro, I thought you were going to say, you know, the, the the day of our Lord or whatever. And I was thinking about, oh, our Lord John Smith sent from uh, sent from above to carry the good book. What? <laughs> he came the to the America. He came to the Americas with the true word of God. I am Mormon now. Mm-hmm. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Do you I guys have that. a moment to talk about uh, Jesus Christ? The fuck out of here. <laughs> James, how how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Same okay. as always. Uh-huh. You sound great. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, Evan, how was your week? What'd you do? Any hijinks? Any? No hijinks. Um, I have occupied... My days with uh, leaving the house and increasing my physical activity dramatically. Oh, okay, good. So well, we'll, we'll talk about that a little later. Yeah, it's it's tedious, but uh, I guess it works. <laughs> Who knew? I guess it works. Huh. Okay, well we'll we'll discuss that. We'll get to that later, Cotton. Thank you. Um, <laughs> James, how has oh. your week been? Uh, it's been a week. It's been a week. It's been, been a been a week. Uh, pretty pretty chill, honestly. Except went out uh, Wednesday. Went out, uh, did some carousing with friends. Mm-hmm. So there was that. Um, what else? Uh, I mean, that's just really it. Uh, a lot of video games. A lot of Tarkov. A lot of lab ra- labs raids. Um, D and D on Saturday. It's pretty boring as always. I'm pretty sure I fell asleep twice during that. <laughs> do you um, still do you enjoy playing that, or do you no. just play it to associate with your friends? I play it because I, I agree to play it. I don't want to play just it. Just like darts. I'm uh, yeah, but I don't play darts anymore. I'm out of darts. Um, I was hoping that I would die. I was kind of hoping I would die, but it seems like every time I get the opportunity to die, nothing happens and I don't die. So, so if I you die, you're out of the you're out of the game. Yeah, you're dead. For the future. Dead. Okay. You gotta roll another character, and I would just like then not roll another character. But it's coming to a point where I'm gonna be like, I'm just gonna tell them like, yeah, I'm out. Just kill mm-hmm. my character off. I'm done. Just because it's boring. And last night there was two Star Citizen events going on with other orgs that we should have been a part of, and twenty percent or thirty percent of our 
let's say 80% of our active membership, 20% of our general membership was playing D&D. It was like seven people playing D&D last night. Mm-hmm. And it's really a horribly boring game. Um, we have... But they all love it. Yeah, they love it. They're having a great time. Like they like during the week, they're excited when it's coming. Like they post these like memes. Like they're like they're, you know some some gif of some guy dancing like all happy. And it's like when you know D and D time is coming. You know, I was like, who are these people? This is so boring. You know, I mean, I don't like role play. I'm sorry. I think role play is fucking gay. But um, the whole so we have one of our guys who Michael you met. He does, uh, his character is a dwarf barbarian, and he does the Scottish accent, and it's fucking disgusting. I hate it with <laughs> a passion. And he, so he's like, you're sitting there talking, and he's like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, I want to fucking kill him. Then we have another guy. So, like, there's only, there's like seven people doing it. Or now they just added another one, eight people doing it. One of the other guys who does it, he's like, <laughs> he he's his character is chaotic evil. No, chaotic good. So he's always doing just random weird shit. And I, I feel like it's one thing to say. I mean, I commend him for, for saying I'm chaotic good and then being chaotic good. But at the same time, I'm like, you don't have to say that and you don't have to be it. Like, just fucking play the game. You know what I mean? Like, you don't have to add this extra bit of minutiae in that no one cares about. But he does. So he he's always pickpocketing, trying to pickpocket other members of our group. You know? And we have two chats. One chat. You go into the other chat with the DM, and you say, I want to roll a whatever check, a stealth check or whatever, and uh, an agility check, and a whatever acrobatics check or whatever it is. You roll these three checks, and if you get over a certain point then he can steal from you without you noticing. Okay? But he's never no he's never he's failed every check. So what happens is he says, uh, I want to go into the other chat real quick. We know he's doing something, we don't know what. Then he has to come back and say, the DM's like, okay, now tell everyone what you did. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and Zanesa say, I tried to steal from so and so. And then of course the guy who he's trying to steal from is the idiot who's doing the Scottish accent. So this guy says, Elf, I'll, I'll eat Bigora, Elf. I'll, I'm like, oh, why are dwarves are Scottish? You know, and he knows I hate it, and he just keeps doing it because he knows I hate it. And the other guy, like, so basically uh, half the time when we could be moving through the game, it's spent with these side project bullshit, you know? Like, the the elf, the dwarf guy's like, oh, uh, I need to roll brew making because I'm making fire wine for our journey. And I'm like, oh, my God, kill yourself, you know? Then then the other Nerd. guys... Nerd! I mean, I hate to say that. I, I don't want to fucking knock anyone's fandom. But, like, to me, you know me, I'm, like, prag... I'm, 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 in many things, I'm very pragmatic. So I'm like, our mission is to do... I forgot what the mission is. A mission is, like, to do... To go find blah, to do blah. Like, we have a mission. But we, we're constantly being distracted with these random encounters. And then the guys are constantly getting distracted themselves with, like, someone trying to steal from someone else. And someone... I need to go find fish. Uh, and we have a character, an NPC, walking around with us as a, that's a fish person. And the... <laughs> like Admiral the, Akbar? Basically... 
the DM does a great job. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna knock him. He does an excellent job with the whole thing. But he has he does this fucking thing where he's like he talks as the character. So he's like he's like if the fish guy Shushar he just recently killed him off actually. But if the fish guy Shushar talks, he's like, oh, oh, hi, guys. (laughs) Like, he does this bubbling, gurgling thing, and it's funny every time I hear it, but it's really annoying, and everyone hates it. Everyone's annoyed by it. They all want to try to kill the character. So what happens is, the Scottish dwarf is constantly trying to find oil to have a fish fry. You know? (laughs) And it's this thing that he's always trying to do. And I'm just like, it was funny at first, but then I was like, okay, it's not funny anymore. Please, for the 300th time, let's move the fuck on. Like, I have other things I want to do today, you know? And it's probably because I don't want to be doing it, and I have never wanted to do it. I just agreed to do it. I I kind of was like, okay, I guess I'll come and check it out. And little did I know by saying check it out, that means create a character, become part of this thing. And now if I don't show up, someone has to run my character. And it becomes a, a a bog down thing on everybody else. But my character is not fun. It's I got talked into this really boring character, a basic fighter. All he does is like swipe his. So he doesn't have any abilities, special skills. His skills are like oh, dash and second second wind. And he like if you take a short rest, you'll have two actions next turn. I'm like, oh, wonderful. <laughs> is this very boring? This other guy, he's a fucking paladin and he fucking like he's like, I cast holy light, you know, and it's like all this there's all these fucking abilities and shit. I'm like, fuck man, why is my guy such a fucking dickhead? You know? You should conjure a potion of suicide. Dude, I I need to, but I can't conjure anything. That's not my skill set. Can't do anything like that. I don't have any skills like that. You know, nothing. You know, the only skill I have is, and I have, a, I'm a dragon. I'm a dragonborn. So I have an, a breath attack, which is lightning, but it's a wide dispersion cone of lightning. Number one, it's not powerful at all, it's super lame. Number two, whenever I do it, I have to be weary of where all the other teammates are. So what happens is because everybody's playing basically on their own and not working together, people just fucking run ahead of me. So then I can't use it. So I have to always try to be up front to try to use it. It's just super annoying. Just so, use it when you're standing in a bathtub. <laughs> yeah, it's a good idea. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I always try to get up front though so I can get so I can just tank the damage and get killed real quick. Like, I just want to get killed. But then someone heals me and something, uh, you know. I'm just hoping to get killed off. Just but leave. Now, just leave. Be like, I'm done. Yeah, it's going to come to that, probably. Um, like, no, don't quit. It's super boring. Enjoy yourselves. Yeah, it's it's, it's going to come to that. <laughs> it's going to come to that, unfortunately. I hate to be that guy, but it's going to become that. Because it's not fun. I'm not having a good time doing it, you know. <laughs> All right. Anyway, now that I've monopolized the getting to know you portion of the show, Michael, please continue. <laughs> well, okay. Uh, not much happened to me this week. Uh, you know, as you know, we're still in the grips of a government shutdown. Mm-hmm. Or a parcel, partial government shutdown, I should say. Uh, Evan has the privilege of working and not getting paid for it. At least not yep. right away. He will get paid eventually. Yep. Oh, by the way, uh, everyone... 
every government employee, not contractors, of course, uh, will is now officially getting back pay. That right. was going to happen anyway, though. Yeah. We knew that. It, they, yeah, they always but do now that. It's but it wasn't, it wasn't official. Now it's official. Yeah. Although, I, I, from what I understand, there's a similar bill being talked about for contractors. That would be great. That would not be sure, a first. Not sure how that would work. This is, you know, it's a little more complicated, but whatever. Uh, a lot yeah, of contractors too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of money that could go to the wall. Sorry, Mike, you got to make that sacrifice. Mm. It's for the wall greater for good. It all. Beat of it. White America. There's a border at our. There's a border. There's a. <laughs> there's, there's a border a at our border already. There's a crisis at our southern border, Evan. Yeah, Don't all you these know rapists, that? Yeah. all these spick Chicano rapists are coming through. <laughs> oh, here we go. Here they we go. Rape your white women. Ugh, sorry, James. As a person who is not white, I feel your pain. No I'm kidding. No, as <laughs> as you're you're one sixteenth not white. Yeah, exactly. No, I was gonna say, James, as, as a non-white person, you feel the need to. Rape and pillage the white yeah, man's all the time. The white man's I'm, I'm constantly suppressing it, but bullshit. I always feel I feel that way. We appreciate your uh vast self control. Thank you. Mm-hmm. All right. Well did let's get into some Oh sorry, go ahead. Did get, sorry. Did you, hear, did you hear about this uh um and I, it's not a story, I didn't post it and I, we don't need to go into de- great detail. But this these uh some kids who came here for whatever reason? Actually, I know the reason. I'll tell you after I tell you what, why they what they did. They came here on a school field trip, and uh, they saw some Native American drummers, and they made fun of them on video and got mm-hmm. caught. Turns out the kids were here for an anti-abortion rally, <laughs> so tells you what kind of people they were. And it's it's fucking sad, right? It's sad that like. I hate to say this, but I feel like if it had been some kids who were here for a pro-abortion rights or pro-trans kids' rights or some shit like that, they wouldn't be doing it, you know? And that's just a a broad statement for me, and I'm maybe I'm wrong to oh, to generalize in such a way, but I just feel like... <sighs> I don't know, man. I don't think it's, you're wrong. Yeah, it's it's not good. It's not a good look, America. You know that brought up a question to me though. Is there anyone who like protests abortion clinics who is uh, non-religious? No, not that I know of. The reasons are always fucking Jesus. They're always a magician, a sky magician, <laughs> with a with a, right. with a with a nice beard. And who was definitely from the Middle East, but totally white. And how did he get that nice beard, James? <laughs> Tons Lots of testosterone. Of testosterone. <laughs> Lots of clean, pure testosterone. Well, he is God. I mean, come on. Yeah. It's like, my God is jacked. No. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, ripped Christ. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny you guys uh, mentioned God and... You know, all that. So I was looking up, like, the Trinity the other day. Yeah. yeah. Just because, you know, Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost or Holy Spirit or whatever, right? Uh-huh. And so I'm looking. I'm like, so I'm like, what is the Holy Spirit? <sighs> you know? Like, really? Like, okay. We know who God is. Sup? 
we know who Jesus is or was, you know, mm-hmm. he's God's son, but he's also really God kind of, you know, right. So who's, who's this Holy ghost? Who's this Holy spirit? And a chill dude lives in their apartment. <laughs> <laughs> so all the, in looking my very limited research, uh, I saw paintings, you know, depictions of the Trinity and the Holy ghost or the Holy spirit is always represented as a dove. Uh, it's like is it a white bed sheet. It's a white dove. See, I yeah. thought the Holy Ghost was just Jesus post, uh, post the Romans. Like, gotcha. You know, <laughs> that's what I thought the Holy Ghost was. That's why you know. I mean, and I went to church. <laughs> you know, lots of church. You know, mm-hmm. so it's funny, right? Like, you guys don't watch anime, but dude, this whole like Father and Son, the Holy Ghost thing is. Just like an anime plot, it's a hundred percent a plot stolen right from anime. You know, yeah. it's totally, no, because That's, it's so ridiculous. Like Twenty two thousand year old anime. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> it's like yeah, the father and the son, they're one and the same, but they're all different. You know, like you have the father and the son. So inherently, a father and son cannot be the same. They're horcruxes, but, but they are the same. So the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, they're they're one in the same, but they are three separate entities, but they're all the same. It's, it's such a convoluted thing that if you had fucking made it up in a book, people would be like, this is garbage, you know? Guess so what? It, 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 it yeah. is made up, and it's in yeah. a book. Yeah, you're right. You're so right. in your many years of going to church uh, as a youth, did they ever explain it? Or were they just like, they read it, they told you what it was, and they're like, all right, that's facts. You believe it now. Don't ask any I questions. Mean, they just, no, they, 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 they tried to explain it. They invited questions, you know. But the thing is, and I've talked to some of our close friends, like, you know, who we all know about this kind of stuff. The problem is, if you have absolute faith, you can believe anything, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, like, you don't need science or facts if you have faith, because somehow we believe faith is fact because we believe a thing is, you know, which is crazy to me. It's absolutely insane. That's the problem. Faith. You know, it's it's so it's like, you know, the world is flat. I have faith that it's true. It's the same thing. Now that you mentioned that, I told you, uh, I think last week that. Um, I had a, a meeting with some Latter-day Saints. Yeah. And I was going to make, it was su- super cold out, so I was going to make like coffee or tea or something. But oh, actually, I read going. they're not allowed to have that because... Yeah, no caffeine. Some, some, no, no, no. It's not, it's not no caffeine. That's what I assumed. But they're not allowed to have uh, like addictive substances. So tobacco, coffee, tea. So I told them this. I was like, I was going to make you some some coffee or tea, but I read you can't have that. Um, and they're like, yeah, we can't have that, but we can have other stuff like soda. And one of them was like, I drink, you know, energy drinks all day. I was like, but they can't have those but, things, but no caffeine, right? They're like, they, no, 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 caffeine's fine. We just can't have coffee and tea. So that's like them taking it so literally and not understanding that you can't, you shouldn't have coffee because it has caffeine, and that's the addictive part. Yeah, so they don't understand their own rules. They just believe the word, not the meaning. 
So they can't. So so I was told you're not allowed to have soda. You're not allowed. You're not allowed to have uh, obviously no alcohol, no coffee, no tea. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was caffeine. I didn't know it was addictive substances. Energy drinks. You definitely shouldn't have any of those. Right. I agree. Bad Latter-day Saints.com. <laughs> mm-hmm. Were they wearing their underwear? Their under underwear? Um, or above underwear underwear? Two. So one of them was wearing like a sweater and jeans. So I couldn't tell. The others were wearing large skirts and a sweater and a jacket. So maybe. I don't know. Uh. Hey, back up a second. Yeah. You did what now? Magic underwear? No, no, no. He said this last week. I entertained Latter-day Saints. Why? Michael, he Uh, said this last week. Because they came to the door previously, and we chatted, and they gave me a book to read. And I read several chapters, and they came back for a discussion. Man, I thought I made all that up. What the fuck? <laughs> so I thought that was a fucking dream. I gotta lay off the PCP, man. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Evan's lonely, Michael. This is what this is. Evan's this is, lonely. This is the result. They seem he needs like us to move down people. there. He needs us to move down there and be with him because he, has, no. he needs he needs us. No, don't do that. <laughs> he, he needs us with him. We're coming, buddy. Don't worry. All right, well, then I'm leaving. (laughs) He's like, back to Maryland. Let's go. (laughs) That's right. We're rents twice as high and whatever, whatever. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Well, why don't we get into some... Do you think that you dreamt a lot of our conversations? Like, is that where where the memory issues come from? Probably. And how well do you remember dreams? Uh, some of mine I remember pretty well. Usually not too well, right? I couldn't pull a conversation if you asked me to, but if we talked about something and I heard you say it again, I would rem- it would pull it for me. Right. But I couldn't, if you just said, what did you talk about with Evan on Friday, September 3rd? I'd be like, I don't know. Right. I have no, no clue. Well, yeah, no, there's no, there's no way. That's impossible. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, let's get into some news. Mm-hmm. Why not? Uh, so first thing, I saw this on The Verge. So, you know, you've heard of Google Fi? Yes. Mm-hmm. That's like their own cell phone service kind of thing? Uh-huh. So Google is uh, rolling out something called RCS Chat on the Google Fi network. It's like FaceTime? So- so I was like, what the fuck is RCS or RCS chat, right? Turns out it's the replacement for SMS. Ah. All mobile carriers will be supporting it at some point. Nice. And that is because a while ago we discussed the inherent insecurity of SMS, mm-hmm. right? So this is, you know, better, faster, stronger, leaner, meaner, blah, blah. Yep. Although it's not encrypted. So <laughs> what? <laughs> So. I thought that was the whole point of replacing SMS or, or using something else. Yeah, so go ahead and still keep using Come your on. other things. Good, you know, it's not going to matter. So, as Google amateurs, it's not Google. It's you know the 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 cell phone alliance of the world or whatever. Uh, you know, okay. It's, All right. It's I thought just... I thought Google <laughs> and Google Fi like created this thing. Oh and no! Everyone else jumped on board. Oh no! <laughs> okay. Well, that's stupid. 
I was just I just wanted to talk about this because I never heard of RCS before. <laughs> I was right. like, uh. So anyway, so I guess that'll be coming at some point to everybody, but for now, uh, get this. Uh, so yeah, they say here it doesn't offer end-to-end encryption. Soon Google won't offer consumers any such app on Android. Allo is winding down. Uh-oh. And Hangouts is increasingly designed just for enterprise use. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I have WhatsApp on my phone, but uh, you know, I don't know. There's a few other, a few other options you can use for secured communication. If you have an iPhone and you use iMessage, that's theoretically encrypted. Although I'm sure Apple can look at it if they want to, you know. But that's you know, that is encrypted, like end to end, theoretically. Yeah. So. I know WhatsApp is very popular all around the world, so it's probably a good choice. Mm-hmm. I know there's there was one called Signal. Yeah. There's Line. But Confide. I don't know if that's... Remember that? Ooh. I do remember that. Confide, I Confide. Think yeah, I used to have one that... I don't know if it's if it's that or if it's a different one. You whisper or... Mm-hmm. Not whisper, but... Well, I used to have one, Dust. You send a message to someone and it'd be like, Pff. disappears. Mm-hmm. Using up like ninety nine percent of your phone's resources to create that animation. Uh, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> but their whole deal was like it's never stored on our servers. It's never blah. You know, it's just like it's all done in RAM. You know, it's just we, you know, what in about, and out. You know? What about BlackBerry Messenger? Is that secure? Should we all get Blackberries again? Yeah, BMM that works great. So I don't know if you ever saw they released that for other other platforms. Oh, is it secure? I mean, it's as secure as iMessages. Okay. You know, BlackBerry can read it, but <laughs> but yeah, you okay. can That's go look in the Google Play Store. I'm sure you can find BBM. We'll go. We'll it's go there. back in time to something. It's like way what's your inferior. what's your what's your pin? <laughs> my, my what? <laughs> yeah. Remember that? Yes. That's how you that's how you message someone. Mm-hmm. It's like it's kinda like what's your ICQ number? Yep. You know? Just bring back the chirp. <laughs> Bro. Oh, I got something to talk about that later, but <laughs> Okay. Um remind me, remind me about the chirp when we're in entertainment. Okay. Mm-hmm. Alright. Alright, next up. Uh, I just saw this article on Vice. So, you know, it's got a little 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 biased one direction, you know. But it says the the title is the 14 most bizarre things Donald Trump apparently believes. Now, these are either taken from books he's written, interviews he's given, questions he's answered, whatever, right? Did we talk about this? I you don't and I, you and I that. did, yes. Okay. okay. I, I he, at least I'm sure he's not a flat earther. Well, yeah. That wouldn't surprise me. But. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't surprise me at all. So, the first one is you need ID to buy cereal. Okay? What? And so, uh, he says, "Is the quote is, if you buy a box of cereal, you have a voter ID. That doesn't make any sense. 
They try to shame everybody by calling them racist or calling them something, anything they can think of when you say you want voter ID, but voter ID is a very important thing. Okay, what I don't know what that means, box of cereal. So they take that to mean you need an ID to, <laughs> to buy a box of cereal. That's what I think he's implying, that you need an ID to buy a box of cereal. So they say, you know, the article, they're analyzing this, they're like, a regular person who visits a grocery store could tell you uh, about the thing about cereal is not true. <laughs> but how would Donald Trump know? I wonder he grew if he's... up rich. Maybe he's never been to a grocery store. Uh, that's possible. <laughs> Isn't that but crazy? I wonder if he was assuming that, like, to get, you know, a store membership or store points card, you have to show them your driver's license or some official ID. And therefore, if you have a card, which you need to scan, obviously, to buy cereal, then you have a government ID that you can present during voting. But that's, I don't know if he would if he so would dig convoluted. that deep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's. I think you're giving him too much credit. Man, but, uh, probably. Um, just along those same lines of like, maybe he's never been to a grocery store. They above here they say uh, Tom Brady. So celebrities are often out of touch. So Tom Brady tried his first strawberry at the age of forty. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Hillary Clinton hasn't driven a car since 1996. I believe that. And multiple celebrities, they have a link here, legitimately believe the earth is flat. Yes. See, we'll I we'll think, talk about that a little bit. I think all of those, I don't have a problem with like not eating a strawberry. I mean, there's people I know right now who like just haven't eaten a thing because they're like, I don't like that. It's weird. You know, and they're closed minded and they're assholes, but whatever. A, I a get strawberry it. should not be one of those things. It shouldn't be, but it, it, it could be. That's like whatever. saying I've never eaten bread. Like, are you fucking stupid? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I get it. Like, I get I, I this doesn't bother me. And her Cl- Hillary Clinton's been basically someone in charge of something since 96. She was yeah. a senator. She's a congressperson or something. She definitely she's has fucking, drivers. Yeah, she has people driving her around. She's security. So I totally get that. Like, I don't find the fact that she hasn't driven like they're pulling her because she's a hyper famous politician but i guarantee you i can't think of there's probably the only the freshman group of congressmen who's who still drive you know who just got who just brought into congress and senate but i think most congress people don't fucking drive shit they don't know how to drive they haven't driven in years <laughs> you know you think fucking orrin hatch is driving anywhere or fucking not orrin hatch he's a bad example but uh mitch mcconnell he drives anywhere with his fucking jowls <laughs> And the terrified look in his eyes at all times. He always, he's like a shocked gecko. (laughs) (laughs) Always. Fucking Mitch McConnell. All right. Let me just go over a few more of these. I'm not going to do the whole thing, but uh, Evan, you'll like this. Exercise uses up your body's finite energy. Uh, Uh, Yes. Technically, that's true. After college, Trump mostly gave up his personal athletic interests. He came to view time spent playing sports as time wasted. Trump believed the human body was like a battery with a finite amount of energy, which exercise only depleted. So technically true if you never eat anything. But I'm sure that's not what he was thinking about. Yeah. Um, 
environmentally friendly light bulbs cause cancer. Uh huh. Fact. Uh, sleeping is bad. Mm. And it's one of his books. He says, don't sleep any more than you have to. I usually sleep about four hours per night and it gives me a competitive edge. No, it gives him mental illness. I think that's a business person thing, honestly. I mean, a lot of business people do that. Or they sleep, they sleep, they, they wake up at like 4 a.m. or something and get their day started early. They sleep at 8, you know, or they're just up all night doing whatever. Like, I get that. I, I don't have a, I think it's, it's a, it's a, it's excessive and not healthy, but, you know, I understand that. Yeah. It's, it's very not healthy. It's a yeah. miracle that he's lived this long if he only sleeps four hours a night. I don't believe it. It's probably not true. He's a liar. You know, I don't believe that he doesn't sleep. I mean, this guy probably sleeps at like 10. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's full of shit. He's sleeping until 10 right now in the fucking White House. You know. Wind power know. is bad because it kills birds. There's two separate tweets here, from one from 2012 and one from 2014. Wind turbines are not only killing millions of birds, they are killing the finances and environment of many countries and communities. What? Okay. How do you equate those two? And then later, if Scotland doesn't stop insane policy of obsolete bird-killing wind turbines, country will be destroyed. Okay. Evan. What? This is the guy running the country. I didn't vote for him. Dude, read the four, read number four. Did you not vote for him? No, I did not vote for him. Right. There's did, not a, did, there's did not you, a box you, that says anyone but this guy. Did you vote for someone? No. See? Because I can't. You can't? You're not a Criminal you're not record. a citizen? Criminal no, record. No, convicted you. felon. Yeah. <laughs> no, I I read you know, during during voting time, I read that uh at least that's how I interpreted that Tennessee does not recognize write in votes, and I was not gonna vote for any of the three candidates that were on the ballot. Mm-hmm. So, but birds are, or wind turbines have been known to kill birds, but not in excess. Do you want to know why? Tell me. Because as birds are flying by these turbines, there is a fairly drastic pressure change, which they, which confuses them and they could fly closer and get hit by one of the blades. Mm-hmm. But are millions of birds, would you say, getting killed? By wind turbines? I mean, maybe a million. Okay. Have you ever seen a wind turbine? Have you ever seen the blades turn? It's not like, it's not like going, it's not, you know, it's like, it's like, whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. Right. It, I mean, it's not like it's, you know, you know, a bird would have to be fucking close, dude. Yeah. You know, we're not talking about like, it's like a fucking, like the, a jet engine of a, like a 747 and they get sucked into it, you know? They got to be close and like being like fucking close and suicidal, you know, <laughs> all I around the world anymore. Thunk, you Maybe know a I mean? million birds all around the world have died to wind turbines, but that's mm. fine. Yeah. Fuck them. There's plenty of birds. They ain't killing no dodos. So we're good. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> shaking hands is evil. So a notorious germaphobe Trump has said the simple act of shaking hands is barbaric and a curse of American society. Okay. That's weird. Um, he apparently hates dogs. 
So apparently he calls other people dogs. Like that's one of his like go-to insults. And according to the Washington Post, it's because he has an aversion to dogs and other pets. And so considers canine comparisons to be among his most devastating put downs. <laughs> She's any a poodle. More, any more, any more evidence you need? This guy is a terrible person. Yeah, he hates dogs. I mean, dogs yeah. aren't great, but whatever, whatever. Dogs are great. You know it. They require too much care. Now, wolves, wolves is where it's at. <laughs> <laughs> They'll take care of them themselves. Uh, he's like, no, wolves. That's a fucking So here's one. one. There. He's more popular than Abraham Lincoln. So no. it says here, Trump cited an imaginary poll <laughs> that, that, that found he was more popular than Abraham Lincoln. You know, a poll just came out that I am the most popular person in the history of the Republican Party. 92%. Beating Lincoln, I beat out Honest Abe. What? what? He's a liar. Yeah. So let me just say this. I didn't put this in this thing because I didn't think it was important. But I want you to know the kind of people who hang around Trump and the kind of people which tells us a lot, gives a little insight into who Trump is. So Michael Cohen, the guy who's under all this fire right now because of his involvement with Trump, Trump's former personal lawyer, he hired an opposition research firm to do some work during the Trump campaign. And one of the things he had them do on the side was set up a Twitter account called the women for Michael Cohen in which during the campaign run in 2016, from the beginning of the campaign run to the end of the campaign run, these women, these, this fake account called women for Michael Cohen would make these great posts about Michael Cohen Oh, he's so handsome. He's a sexual he's a sexual pit bull. They like kept calling him a pit bull. He's a pit bull. Wow, he's so sexy. Look at his coat. It was fake. He paid someone to make a fucking account talking about how sexy he is. <laughs> like dude, like dude, like just put that in your head. And this is this is a guy who who Trump was like, he's my number one guy. Mm-hmm. Okay, that tells you the kind of person Trump is. It tells you, you know, it's like birds together flock together or whatever. You know, like it's yeah, right it's, into wind turbines. I get like, it. Like, like, why would you do that? Like, why would you ever do that? You know, and if you apparently go read the tweets for women from Michael Cohen, they're insane. They're all crazy. It's like it's like they just gave they gave a person some poor low level intern. They said, look, we got this big job for, for the Trump campaign. We also got some side work <laughs> here. Here's a list of acceptable terms and phrases. Go and post one or two a day, you know? And so this person, this account retweets him all the time. You know, he's nobody, by the way. He's absolutely nobody, Michael Cohen, as far as the campaign is concerned. But they retweeted him all the time, and it said he was handsome, and said he was a pit bull, and said his suits look nice, and they said they couldn't wait to see him on the weekend, on the news, or whatever. You know, it's fucking weird. And he paid them to do this. It's fucking weird. Too much money. Maybe. I don't if know. If you had hundreds of millions of dollars, not saying that he did, but if you had that, would you consider hiring no. a company to tweet about you? No. It's ridiculous. You sure? Yeah, I'm sure. Okay. Why? I don't know. Build up your clout. 
No. <laughs> that was stupid. He got no clout. <laughs> yeah. Clout doesn't pay fucking bills. Shit, fuck that clout. I don't know what and, he's thinking. And this guy is married and has two kids. I mean, just just so we. Yeah, exactly. He's married, and he was married when this started. It's not like it's not like he was single looking for pussy. You know, he's married. He's just weird. He's just a fucking weirdo. He's a liar, just like his boss, and he just like wants to f- get filleted constantly, just like his boss. Who doesn't? Yeah, everyone likes a good filleting, but still, you know, it's not good <laughs> to fillet yourself. <laughs> I like that word, fillet. Mm-hmm. We know. <laughs> All right. Uh, Michael, read number 14, because I think that's a really good one. Just how stupid he is. Dumb fuck. Number 14, huh? Yeah, that's a good one. The F-35 stealth fighter is literally invisible. Well, okay. Maybe some of them are. We don't know. Maybe he knows. So here he's talking about, he says, it wins every time because the enemy cannot see it. Even if it's right next to it, it can't see it. So then they said, say what you will about the world he lives in. It's not a boring place. (laughs) True that. Fucking crazy, man. Fucking crazy. There definitely should be, like a very broad standardized test for public office. Yeah, there should be. Yes, I agree. <laughs> it should it should be like did the holocaust happen? Question number 1. Like do oh. you believe in ghosts? Yeah. <laughs> so this I just clicked on this. It's like, what about goblins? Nobody believes in goblins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you believe in goblins? It's, like, it's only negative shit. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was reading this other thing. Poll. Most Republicans think a good president could say the N-word. Yeah, that's right below there. <laughs> what does that even mean? Oh boy. And they have a picture of Trump. Oh. Of course they do. <laughs> Rumors are swirling about about, record, about a recording of Trump saying the N-word. Ugh, there's no proof that such a recording exists. Oh, my God. He probably said it. Come on, he's from New York. Born For sure. What was he, born in, like, 1940 or something? Yeah, he's a slumlord. He definitely he's, grew up around that. He's a slumlord owner from New York. Of course he said it. Let's not be dumb. Why are we all surprised? I don't know, whenever people, whenever something stupid like this happens, people are like, <gasps> Oh, my God! Oh my god, Marjorie! He said the N-word! What'd you expect? Don't be stupid, bitch. <laughs> Alright, All right, let's go. What's, what's next there, Chief? Alright, so Chief. next up, the Gillette ad. Oh yeah. I haven't actually seen it, so is that a link to it? Uh, well, that's a link or to an article it about somewhere? it, but it is embedded there. Gotcha, okay. So, uh, I would definitely recommend you, you go ahead and... Uh, Go ahead and take a look, Evan. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I mean, it's it's like a minute long. I would watch it right now so we can talk about it. Um, I just start hit play. Yeah. Gillette, best a man can get. Okay. Obviously. Uh. 
So Gillette is like against assholes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Fair. That's basically the gist. Yes. Okay. So the whole like people like saying toxic masculinity. Is it just asshole guys? Is that what yeah. it is? Yes, yeah, what it is. Yeah. So it's funny. So I saw a couple articles kind of like fly by on my Facebook feed like a couple days before this ad came out. Then I watched this ad and I'm like, oh, it's the same fucking thing. I'm like, mm-hmm. weird. So I don't know what that's about. It's interesting. It was like toxic masculinity. Toxic masculinity. I'm like, what? A, huh. Okay. Yeah, it's so, a yeah. thing. It's a thing now. Toxic I mean, it's 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 been around for about two years. Well, I'm sure it's been around a lot longer than that, James, but, you know. No, but I mean, as a term, I've been hearing it for the last two years. Right, okay. Toxic masculinity. I think toxic masculinity is a byproduct of the age, though. I really think it is. I mean, I think... Oh, well, men, sure. Like, I think me too and this and that. And... Yeah, I think I think men can generally be bad, but I think anyone can be bad, you know? Um, Or they can, you know, just be pieces of shit. You know, because pieces of shit do, you know, they just do pieces of shit. That's what they do. That's a thing, you know, but this whole thing, uh, I don't know. Michael, what do you think? You watched the ad. I'm sure you probably had more time to process than Evan did. What do you think? I mean, I like it. I think it's good. Um, doesn't really have anything to do with shaving. <laughs> so <I> guess <laughs> my main problem with it. Uh, but, uh, I think, I do think it brings up a, a good point and it gets people talking, which is nice. Um, I like that there's been a lot of backlash, which is like so funny to me. Cause it's like, no, we need bullying. You know, like it doesn't even make sense. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's a lot to ask. So up until like. 150, maybe 200 years ago. Like, if you had a dispute with another man, you'd probably fight to, to you know, declare a victor. And that's probably how it's been for most of humanity. And, you know, if you go back, if are we chimps? Chimps fight all the fucking time. That's how they assert dominance. And that's how they have, you know, order. Winners and losers and stuff like that. And now it's unacceptable to display any inkling of that behavior. And that's a lot to ask in a very short period of time. Yes, there's, there's assholes, toxic masculinities from, you know, asshole dudes who are probably, you know, insecure in some way, but I don't, I don't appreciate all the attacks. All the attacks. What attacks? It's like attacks on people's behavior. And like such a grand scale. Like? Well, for instance, in the, from whatever part of the commercial I saw, some guy was, or some like couple chicks were walking down the street and one guy like, you know, was as far as I could tell, just going to approach them to talk to him. And, uh, his friend came out and was like, dude, no, 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 don't do that. 
I don't know if it was like maybe they were underage or like what he was thinking, but that's fine between friends. But now if you if you put that in a commercial and publicize it like to the country, people are going to be targeting that sort of behavior and thinking you're like a total asshole for trying to go after some chick you're interested in. And and that's too much. That that one scene in particular, uh, that one scene in particular to me was like, is he gonna go rape her? Like, what is what is he stopping him from doing? Right. Like, what are they implying that this guy was about to go do? And like he in saw New York a hot City, chick walk by and he walked people. and he's like, oh yeah, and he started to walk toward her, and his friends like, stop, don't talk to her. Oh, I mean, what was he going to go do? You uh-huh. know, like the impl- implication assumes that this guy was going to go rape her or stalk her or something. You know, and I just don't I don't get it. Like, I don't get it. It's I'll be honest with you. You know what I mean? I don't like this commercial. I like I like a positive message and there is a positive message here. But to me, the implications are dangerous because it it says. I think Evan's got has nailed it right. Men can't be men anymore. Yeah, I think. Men should be good, work on being good men. And there's nothing wrong with being good men. And they, they get it. They get that here in this commercial. They show you what good men are. But instead of implying an evil side, they should have just shown a good side. If they wanted to make a commercial like this. I'll be honest with you. I don't want Gillette to make fucking commercials like this. Okay? Sell me a fucking razor. They show, they show good, good side too. They do. I'm not saying they don't. I'm saying... They show a good side, and they show a really bad, cringy side. Okay? They don't need to show the bad, cringy side. All men know it exists. Okay? This is obviously an ad designed by a woman. Okay? It's designed by some marketing firm with women at the helm of it, because a man wouldn't make a commercial like this. Okay? It's it's fine to show this kind of thing, but honestly, is it appropriate? You know? Does Lululemon make ads saying, stop being thoughts? Of course they don't. That'd be ridiculous. That's their whole business model, right? Like, right. <laughs> but also uh, there goes your toxic masculinity a little much. <laughs> no, but that's a correct statement, James. That's. But but yeah, I mean, it's inappropriate for a fucking business whose whole goal is to make money to make an ad like this to me. You know, it's inappropriate. It doesn't belong in the in the in the conversation. If they want to make an ad about men being good men. Do what they've always done. Make commercials and show good men in them. You know, show men being strong and loving and responsible and good dads. Show that. And just don't don't make the message so fucking blatant to me. You know? I'll say well, when they, you, they wanted to, obviously. Well, when make you display so when you display good and bad, like in a commercial like this, the bad stands out more. And gets ingrained in people's mind more, so they go, they look for the bad. They like try and create the 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 negative image where there might not be one, and that's a bad thing. Yeah, yeah, I get, and I get why dudes are upset because a lot of dudes, yeah, they feel like Evan does. They feel like I do, which is like this is a, yet another attack on manhood. You know, like if you are a man in this day and age. What does that even mean anymore? You know, like, and I think maybe most men don't want to say this because they know deep down inside being a man is like a worthless thing. Now it means nothing, you know, 
Like women are, I hate to say this, it sounds fucked up, but women are empowered. You know, they don't need you. You know, no one needs you anymore. You're not going to a battlefield. You know, you're not standing with your brothers at arms, shedding blood. You know, very few of us are working in coal mines anymore. You know, like what, what manly things are occurring? What, 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 so what? that's the thing. So the only thing that can make you a man is being on a battlefield or being in a coal mine or whatever. That's the only thing, right? No. Forging steel. That's it. <laughs> it's the only options. No, it's not the only options, Michael. I'm just Smithing. saying that those are the right. thing. That's those are saying. some of the things that really, truly, in this day and age, define us as men. Yes, there's a whole aspect of being of manliness where it's like being a good dad, being a good husband, you know? But to be honest with you, those are the most minimal things to me because those things are, the, are a given. You know, you should be those things. Well, that's not a given to all men, I don't yeah, think. Yeah, but being decent is just like human nature. Just be decent. Like being a good dad is just being decent and not being a piece of shit. You know, that's not... Well, apparently, James, we have a rash of people being pieces of shit. We don't, though. So We don't, though. Well, uh, you know what this? No, no. You know what this is? You know what this is? We have the same group of assholes who have always been assholes. We have a bunch of people on the internet who don't understand manhood and who are very upset about, a, a, about things they construe as attacks on manhood, and they don't know what manhood is. They don't know if it's a, a, a fight on the battlefield or... Uh, being a good dad or whatever. And most people who are single young men don't understand any of those things. It takes years to learn how to be a good dad or how to be a good husband. When you're 20, you don't know any of that shit. So you have those guys and they're on the internet and they're like, oh, Ghostbusters shouldn't have women in them. And so all these things fucking turn into this huge thing and it's slowly blossomed into this toxic masculinity fucking storm. Anytime a woman is in a role, a leading role, there's one guy in the audience who's like, boo, women. And then there's a bunch of other people who are like, boo, she can't act. She's not a good actress. Get a better actress. And they, people, then Hollywood's like, toxic masculinity. Those guys are all, hey, look at this, a huge group of toxic masculine men. When Ghostbusters came out, it's a fucking horrible movie. It's absolute shit. I don't care that the whole movie had women in it. It doesn't matter. The movie's bad. Okay. But if I say that, I'm a toxic masculine piece of shit. Okay? And a lot of people were upset about that movie. Some people were like, why would you take something that worked and it was good and then reboot it? People were upset about a reboot. They do that Holly all the time. Wait, Hollywood was, well, no. They do it all the time, sure. But here's the thing, okay? Think about if they said, we're going to reboot Star Wars. What the fuck would you say? What if they said, we're going to reboot Star Trek? They have. What would you say? No, but you know what I mean. You <laughs> know what done, I mean. They've done all those things, James. Where have you no, been? No, they rebooted say, Star. They rebooted Star Trek within the fucking lore, and they barely. Said, oh, we've they, they had because they know what would happen. You cannot fucking do a full reboot of Star Trek. Okay, they did like, a full gonna... reboot of Star of, of the Ghostbusters, a full reboot outside of the lore in another universe. If they were going to remake. Star Wars from the beginning now with an all-female cast, you'd be like, why? Yeah, why? And it's not because it's women, but you'd be like, are you trying to make some kind of social statement? Like, that's what you would think. And then you'd think, why are you taking a beloved franchise, something that I love, 
and you're going to make a worse version of it. And that's what they did. They're rebooting it again, by the way. You know that, right? They're making another. They're not making another Ghostbusters. Supposedly, <laughs> it's not a reboot. It's a sequel. No, it's a sequel. Yeah, it's in It's in lore because mm-hmm. the reboot was fucking shit. You know. But anyway, people cried about it, and Hollywood was quick to use toxic masculinity as their fucking paintbrush. So they painted all these logical huh. arguments under the guise of toxic masculinity, and that's how it became a thing. As far as I'm concerned, one or two people who were like, we hate women, and then a bunch of people who were like, this is stupid. Why are you doing this? And they and they gave good reasons why they didn't like it, and they did it anyway, and Hollywood was like, they turned in this whole toxic masculinity thing. Every time there's a woman in a movie, or they're rebooting something, or whatever, they say this is, they blame toxic masculinity as when people have a problem with it. Okay? And then that, that see, we are guided by our pop culture. I am 100% certain that the reason this is even a thing, it even exists, is because of that. Because of all of that, all of that type of stuff. There's definitely men doing bad things, 100%. You know, 100% men being, doing bad things. You know, boys saying boys will be boys is not a fair approach to fix things. But, you know, like, those kids running down a street, being chase, uh, chasing another kid, and this one dad with his kids, like, I'll do something. That's not being a good man. That's being a good human. That doesn't make you special. Like, that's where the bar, the bar shouldn't be set at, like, will you intervene? Of course you should fucking intervene. Right, if I saw that's, two that's women the point fighting, they're making. That's if all. I saw two women you should, you should fight, intervene, yes. I would intervene. That's, and that's the point they're making, James. That's it. That's well, the point what, they're making. What if the <laughs> kid that they're chasing, being a good man? what if the kid they're chasing planted a bomb in the church? Okay. You don't know. But you get what I'm... I mean... I understand what you're saying. Yeah. And where's the term toxic femininity? Is that a thing? It's called feminism. Oh, <laughs> okay, fair enough. dang. Took, they just took the toxic in front of it and, they, and made it thought or something. I don't know. <laughs> so I had to look up feminism. I was like, what does feminism actually mean, right? It doesn't mean anything anymore. So it's totally lost. It means you, equality, the- but that's not how it's... Use. Yeah, the advocacy of women's rights on the basis of the equality of the sexes. Yeah, what about men's rights? You don't hear that, that because that's toxic masculinity if you say men's rights. Yeah. So where's men's rights in, you know, child custody law? Zero. Yeah, exactly. Men barely have any rights there, you know, or you know, even though it doesn't happen a lot. But why is that happen? But why is that? I don't know why. Because as a society, we believe that women, mothers, make better parents or something. I don't know. We do. Not always yeah, the case. I'm, is it usually the case? No. <laughs> it's a, It should be case-by-case basis. Yes, a child probably needs a mother for like the first six months of their life. Well, the or term maybe dead, a year. Deadbeat, deadbeat dad is a thing. Is the term deadbeat mom a thing? No. Never should be. Plenty of them. Yeah, well, apparently this a study was done and it shows that women women who will show a danger to their children are like a ridiculous percentage more likely to do something harmful to their kids than men are. Like men are way lower, have a lower percentage of like beating their kids. But you see all the fucking media is like, my dad beat me or whatever, you know? But apparently by the studies prove that it's very rarely men who beat their kids like that. There's I don't know I don't remember the name of it but there's a like I'll say a mental illness where 
oftentimes mothers will either pretend or get their children sick for sympathy for themselves. Yeah, but that's a rare thing. Okay. It probably is. I mean, there's a lot of stuff like that. And I I believe anybody's capable of that kind of thing. Evan, that's called Munchausen by proxy. And I only know that because of law and order. So, (laughs) so relax. (laughs) All right. Fair enough. Okay. Good poll, Mike. It's it's not a thing. You know, it it is a thing. Very good poll, Mike. It's not, you don't know anyone that that's happened to. Let me just say that. All right. Maybe I do. Like a slow clap for that poll. Maybe I do. (laughs) Maybe I do. Yeah. Look, look. So here's what I would say. Um, We talk about this. And there's a guy, a really fucking horrible guy I watch on the internet called It's a Gundam. Um, and he talks about, he, he spent a lot of time talking about the, the, the girls on Twitch. Um, and if you go to, like, there's two kinds of girls on Twitch. <laughs> there's, like, girls who are playing video games. And then there's, like, the girls who are, like, dancing or they're naked or something. You know? There's nothing wrong with that, whatever. But Twitch is, like, not a place to do that. So, or I guess it is, because Twitch doesn't give a shit. But, you know, who's on Twitch? It's not a 40-year-old. It's like fucking 13-year-olds. It's like little kids. And me and Evan. (laughs) And Mike's like, like, what what are the channels? 40-year-olds? What are they? Yeah. (laughs) There's like one one chick named Amaranth. Oh, yeah. I hate her voice. That's the only reason why I don't watch her. Dude, so she told, she had her fucking people, she told them everyone she was single. And she's always posting on Instagram, I'm looking for a boyfriend or whatever. Come on my stream, I'm looking for a boyfriend. Of course, guys are giving her money like crazy because guys, are, a lot of guys are stupid and they don't know that just giving a woman money isn't enough. But guys would give her money and she had moderators giving her money and stuff like that. And then someone, this one guy who's another YouTuber uh, outed her as being married to some Asian guy who walks through the back of her stream sometimes. And they were like, and once it once it came out, the whole community when the, when it's whole uproar, and she's like, "Oh, I'm not married. It's it's a lie, you know." But it was totally true, you know. Then the next day, she's like, "No, it's not true. I'm not married again." You know, I mean, dude, it's it's ridiculous. And she's so the the lying, and it's funny, right? I, it's speaking of this, Mia Khalifa, mm-hmm. right? I don't know what it is about her that I don't like, but I don't like her. I liked her as a porn star. I recognized that she's retired from porn and stopped. But then her Instagram channel is basically like porn light. Yeah, I mean, so, she still needs to make money. Although I think she's on a radio show and she's like a huge uh, she's a hockey Capitals nerd. hockey fan. She might. Yeah. I don't know if she's married or she's going out with the she's Capital some players. Rich, rich white guy. Yeah, I thought some rich white guy lives in Texas. Or maybe she's oh. not anymore, but she was dating some rich white guy who lived in Texas. At one point, I think she was married to a, a Washington Capitals hockey player. Maybe. I don't but, know. Go on. But yeah, so I was on Spotify today, and there was a song by a guy called, uh, I don't remember his name. The song's called Mia Khalifa, mm-hmm. and it's a diss track that he made about her. And he's like, he's like, you should suck dick to drive foreign cars. And it's like, it's crazy. It's a horrible song, and it's really bad, and I don't condone it at all. It's grossly inappropriate. But when I heard it, I was like, man, he really doesn't like her. And I couldn't figure out why, because I've never heard of him. He's nobody, you know, compared to her. But I thought about my feelings about her, and I was like, I don't like her. And I think the thing I don't like about her is that she leverages her porn career 
to do this Instagram thing to make money. But and she's selling like calendars where she's like semi clothed. But then if someone asks her about porn, she flips the fuck out. So I don't do porn anymore, dude. Hmm. I'm like, come on, man. Like, right. What is this? uh, What is this like uh, thing you're doing now? You know, you're just taking advantage of like the six pornos you did, you know, and that's your whole life is built upon that. But you fucking denigrate people who are like doing porn. She's like, oh, I don't do porn. Like, oh, that makes you a huge piece of shit. At least the porno women, they're fucking honest, you know? Mm-hmm. I, that's probably what I dislike about her. And that's what I dislike about the e-thoughts on fucking Twitch. It's because they are on Twitch with a fucking screen of Tetris this big. It's recorded gameplay. They're not even playing. And they're sitting there with a low-tuck cop like top like this, getting 15-year-olds to pay them their dad's credit card or their mom's credit card. You know? It's fucking shameless. It's disgusting. You know? Go on Chatterbait. That's a perfect platform for that. Yeah. Agreed. Anyway. Not as much uh, exposure on those things. Yeah, no, I know. But I don't give a fuck. And fucking Twitch, Twitch is like, yeah, here's money for more women streamers. You know? But the women streamers they have, that's what they do. They're dancing. There's one, like, 40-year-old Russian chick, and she's hot for sure. She's just dancing. Just fucking dances all the time. In a fucking tube top, a tight-ass tube top and booty shorts. That's all she does is dance. And it's not even good. She's just like jumping up and down with her tits shaking. Her daughter <laughs> walks in the room. She's like, what are you? What's going on? You know? And her daughter leaves. That's all happens. And I'm just like, this is crazy. You know? But then like they get upset when guys go in their chat and they're like, what is, where's the gameplay? <laughs> you know? Or what's happening here? Like, what is this? They get pissed. Like, what? you know where you fucking are? Of course, Twitch, they don't give a shit because they're a big business and they want all that money. That money's coming in. So so damn the fucking what any of this is supposed to mean. Damn that. Who cares? You know, anyway. All right. <sighs> I'm sorry the world is not wholly honest. I understand what you mean. I like the commercial. I think it was great, Mike. <laughs> yeah, okay. Totally a fan. Yeah, I can tell. All right. Mike, uh, you, get where you get where we're coming from, though, right? Like, you understand. A little bit. What's the word that feminists use? Is, he, is Mike an advocate? That's advocate. not the word. He's a... There's some other, there's some other word for feminism supporter. That's used almost exclusively when referring to men. Pussy. <laughs> no, I, I, don't know what, I, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. I mean, I, I for a long time I call myself a feminist. I call myself a feminist, and I think I am. You know, I'm I'm pro female equality. I am. You know, but I don't want female equality at the sacrifice of like men getting bashed into the ground, where it's like everything you do as a man is just your trash. You know, and I mean I know lots of women locally who just like you know they're like oh you're not a man you know because their idea of what a man is is totally fucking warped you know they have no idea what being what being a man is and we talked about this earlier you know they have no concept of what being a man is but they judge you on this 
artificial, fake, mysterious goalposts that they set for what manhood means to them. You know? I have one friend who I don't speak to anymore. Her ideas of a man, her father was a piece of shit, and she thinks men should be like her dad. You know? So she's dating a guy who beats her ass and gave her a bunch of kids, and she lives in poverty in Langley Park. Hmm. That's a man. You know? Society's broken, dude. All right. Let's go on to this funny story. You ready? Born ready. What do we got? So this guy did something that I've often thought about doing. <laughs> Are you out of your goddamn mind? No, well, no. What well, I've thought about. Well, no. Yes. What I've thought about is doing like I was thinking maybe if I experiment with something, I can heal myself of whatever. You know, like like I used to think I was like maybe lotion is also good for your scalp. You know, like that's 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 what I mean. Like just trying to fix something yourself. And I and, you know, you talk yourself into believing you're like, if I thicken, if I fucking do this, I'll be the innovator. I would have done something no one else did. You know, when I was a kid, I believed rice was lotion. You know what? Like I just you mash the rice up, you know, and you get this creamy stuff. No, that's lotion. No, yeah, well, it's not lotion. Rice is not lotion. <laughs> yes, I'll tell you that right now. No one, tell your kids rice is not lotion. Mashed up rice is not lotion. All right, don't, t- don't tell your kids that, otherwise, they might get an idea. Yeah, man hospitalized after injecting semen into his own arm to cure a severe sudden onset back pain. Why wouldn't he inject it into his back, <sighs> dude? So, I thought long and hard about this. This guy went to the hospital, he showed up at the hospital. He's like, yeah, my back's killing me. The doctor says, what's wrong with your arm? (laughs) His arm's swollen like crazy. And he's like, oh, I've been injecting. uh..." So they look at his arm before. I don't think he tells the doctor right away. They look at his arm and the doctor's like, what is in your arm? And he's like, I've been injecting myself with semen. Um, And they're like, why? (laughs) <laughs> he's like, I thought it would cure my back pain. And the doctor's like, probably again, like, why? why? <laughs> so the thing is, this guy is not a doctor. He's just some fucking idiot. He had no idea about injecting into your vein, into your muscle. He just thought, stick the needle in the arm and hit and push the plunger down. So what he did was he created this pocket of semen in his arm. Okay. Or, well, as they said in this article, fluid. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> And then he also injected semen right into his bloodstream. Okay? So, you know, obviously, maybe you don't all know this, but a bloodstream is not a place for jizz. You know? (laughs) So, he's been doing this for 18 months. Jesus. (laughs) And his back never got better. So, the doctor said, look, we need to get this out of you. The guy's like, all right, cool. Doc's like, all right, I'll be right back. <laughs> this fucking guy just fucked off. He just left. He went home. He went home and injected more semen in his arm. <sighs> so <laughs> I think he, I think he's now in the hospital. But <laughs> he had he admitted to the doctor that before he went in, he did a triple dose because his back was really hurt. And he's like, oh, boy, let me, I need to juice up. So he did a triple dose of semen into the arm. Oh, it says here. 
His back pain eased, he discharged himself from the hospital without draining the infected area. It's disgusting. And that's it. He's gone. <laughs> oh, so he didn't go back. Okay. No. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. Look. So here's another thing. Uh, he was apparently using, and here's the key word, One a, needle. a One needle? hypodermic needle he bought online. Oh, Jesus Christ. Was he sterilizing it properly? Probably I not. Doubt it. I doubt it. I doubt it. So, you know, here's the funny thing about this. Uh, I felt, I was thinking, when I heard this story, I was thinking about this. I was like, what did he think? And I thought, you know what? I bet he thought jizz was stem cells. Probably. Yeah, you know, <laughs> he thought jizz was stem cells. He's like, shit, fucking stem cells cure anything. He's like, well, I got my own producing factory down here. <laughs> Let's go. You know? Ugh. Anyway, yeah. People James, like this I saw exist. That, I saw that story so many times, you know, on Facebook, like posting here and there. You thought it was fake, and right? I didn't think it was fake. I was like, it's like man injected himself with semen. <laughs> but but that's all it said, and I never clicked on it to actually read it. So I thought he was successful. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm glad you actually brought it up and revealed the truth. <laughs> Mike's like, I would have been doing this. He's like, it's a trick. He's like, he just he uses one trick. <laughs> just yep. you got Mike, you gotta Banks come hate him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> come the weight off. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Yeah, exactly, Evan. You got it. Just get rid of all the <laughs> Oh boy! Just you know, lighten yourself. Yes, (laughs) one ounce at a time. And they said this is the first known case of this ever happening in all of human history. So this guy's a—he's a creative. He's definitely a creative. Definitely a creative. Very interesting. Well, enough of uh, Mister Insane. Let's uh. Let's go on to Stranger Danger. So I didn't have anything too major here. Just uh, wanted to put this in. So January 15th was five days ago. Uh, Reminder, Microsoft to end support for Windows 7. One year from today. Thank God. So January 15th, 2020 is the last day of uh, extended support for Windows 7. All right. Well, I'm going to make the switch to Linux on January 14th, 2020. Oh my god, you're so dumb. <laughs> it seems like every time it's a version, you're like, nah, man, I'm going to stay in Vista forever. Or Windows NT is where I'm going to be at. Come right. find me in, in Hey, NT I used 5. Windows 2000 for like six years. It was great. It is a good operating system, but unnecessary. You can just go to Windows 10. It's quite fine. Mm-hmm. Oh, don't need that spyware. All right, Trump. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so if you have Windows 10, you have a voter ID, okay? That's right. <laughs> you need Windows 10 to buy the <clears throat> cereal. Um, James, do you log into your computer with a pin? Yeah. Interesting. You should make your own card. Uh, you know what? I have the stuff to do that. I just haven't done it yet. I have a cat card reader and a cat card, a blank cat card. Nice. That I bought online. Let's just say you could do a, uh, I think you can also do that with a YubiKey. You know, same kind of oh, thing. Oh, yeah. Um, so yeah, it says millions of users are still using Windows 7, which is not that surprising. Um, you know something I recent, 
I'm not going to go into the backstory, but I was recently watching some uh, police chest cam footage, mm-hmm. and they were, you know, it was showing the the officer working on his the laptop in the car, and that was definitely running Windows Seven or even Vista because the start button looked weird. So it might have even been Vista. Hmm. So I wonder what they're going to do for that. I'm sure they'll upgrade it at some point. Yeah. Um, so when they end support for Windows 7 next year, they'll also end support at the same time for Office 2010. Apparently that's still supported. <laughs> Server 2008 slash 2008 R2. SQL Server 2008 and 2008 R2. Change 2010 and... Windows Embedded 7. Huh. Hmm. Isn't that what runs ATMs, or is that XP still? Could be. No, I mean, there's a version of XP also that's like that, but... Right. But yeah, you could have the Windows 7 version. Yeah. So free money in, like, 18 months? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Find that exploit. They're not patching these anymore. Ha ha ha! So they weren't patching them to begin with. Don't worry. <laughs> <no>. <laughs> It's like hospital MRI machines, like it's still running Windows 2000 and shit. Uh huh. That's dependable, see? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's perfectly fine if you keep it off the internet. Yeah, true. But usually they're not. <laughs> That's the problem. Um. Okay. So next, let's move on to entertainment. What was I supposed to remind you of? Uh, I don't remember. I have the word crunchy in my head, but that's not it. Hmm. Yeah, I don't remember. So, that's it. Trump, have to go some, back and listen. Something about Trump? No, Crazy some, beliefs? It's something about, um... Toxic masculinity? Marie Kondo, but... Who? It's something to do with Marie Kondo, but I, I don't remember what now. I don't know what you're saying. Marie Kondo, Con Marie, it's in the fucking thing. I don't know who that is, but okay. Well, we'll talk about it. You're the only person on the planet who doesn't know that. You go go out and ask your roommate. He'll be like, oh, yeah, she's great. Like, he'll know. So, um, anyway, so the first one is the egg picture. So, I don't know if you guys heard about this. I I heard of it, yes. Oh, well, there you go. At least you heard of something. So, Kylie Jenner. Sorry, I don't spend all day on Facebook and Instagram. Just half the day. Like, no. (laughs) Okay, Evan. I see you on there posting shit, so don't don't fucking lie to me. All right. I post maybe like a song per week. Okay. Anyway, um, so there was a picture of Kylie Jenner that became the most liked picture on Instagram. And someone started a new account with a picture of an egg and just said, let's make this the most liked picture on Instagram. You know, basically, F you, Kylie Jenner. It's a good idea. they did it. Excellent. I'm very happy about that. They did it, y'all. Yeah, the account is called world underscore record underscore egg. And as of right now, it has 49 million likes. <laughs> Almost 50 million. Love it. Is, is the Instagram page called Egg Gang? It's the uh, 
Yeah, kind of. Or the the site their page or something. I don't know. How Instagram works, but yeah. it's just the person who who claims responsibility for this account is so, a gang. So on the bottom of that post, there's a thing called. They're talking about other people who try to do this, and they said on Twitter, there's half an onion that's trying to get more followers than Donald Trump. Oh yeah, that that <laughs> was a while ago. I told Dave about this a long time ago. Yeah, and it's literally like half an onion in a Ziploc bag. <laughs> <laughs> Ziploc so, bag makes it. Yeah, uh, on January, tw- uh, I'll just read. I went through. You know, I love scrolling through people's Twitter accounts sometimes. The funny ones and half an onion posted or retweeted this guy named Max Miller's thing. It says, I'm too lazy to take down the tree, so I just put some clothes on it, telling people to my shy roommate. And there's a picture <laughs> of a Christmas tree with a coat thrown over it, a tie, <laughs> a hat on top, and a fucking pair of jeans. And it's like honestly the funniest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> That's pretty oh, good. Man. That is pretty funny. Yeah. All right. So congratulations, egg gang. Gang, gang, the- gang, gang. The, the most liked picture is the picture of an egg. I like it. It just shows you on the internet anything is possible. Yeah. All right. Next up, actually, I have uh, one of our one of our other friends to thank for this. Apparently, Kindergarten Cop Two is a thing. We definitely talked about this like almost two years ago. Really, I don't remember this at all. Yep. Okay. Well, but, it's, it's stars, but I'm glad it exists. It stars Dolph Lundgren, of course. Couldn't think of a better person. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, just a scant 28 years later, the the sequel comes out. So, I Mike. Like so, what I like about IMDb is just above the cast, it'll show you, you know, similar films. Of course, there's the original Kindergarten Cop, but then there's a bunch of Dolph Lundgren movies. Um, there's one called Missionary Man, which is starring and directed by Dolph Lundgren. Uh, so, I want to say I've actually seen this. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to look into this. But anyways, I think we need to to dive into some more Dolph, you know? A mysterious stranger rolls into town on a unique motorcycle. All he carries is the Bible and a desire for justice. <laughs> oh my god. How perfect. How perfect is this? <laughs> the mission, missionary man. That's that one. Okay. All Mike, right. As gets 5.2 out of 10. Pretty impressive. I would have thought that'd be like a solid 3. So on this page, if you scroll down, they have a picture of a movie. The the cover art says The Mechanic, but the movie is actually called The Russian Specialist. Hmm. Um, and that's also starring Dolph Lundgren, of course. So that so looks like a knockoff of uh, The Mechanic. <laughs> no, but there's another movie called. What's it called? It's got the French guy in it with the glasses, it's got round glasses in it. The Professional. Is it the Leon? Maybe that's it. Yeah, yeah. With okay. Natalie Portman as like a 10-year-old? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, a sexy 10-year-old. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, no, exactly. I'm gonna say it. Pretty good for 10-year-old. I mean, she, I mean, she's Natalie Portman. Yeah. What do you expect? It's very true. Yeah, even as an adult, she looks like a 10-year-old. So. And I can't remember. <laughs> what's, uh, what's the other guy's name? With the He takes pills weird like Mike? Oh, I don't know. The guy Gary from Fifth Oldman? Oldman, Gary Oldman, that guy, yeah. 
Yeah. Like cracks a pill of heroin while twisting his neck. Yeah. He's <laughs> yeah. I Listening that. to opera music. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fucking weird. All right. Well, uh, missionary man is on the list. Excellent. I, uh, so next up we have, uh, a, uh, article about family guy. Actually family guy is getting rid of gay jokes. That's a thing. I mean, if it's a funny joke, it's a funny joke. People need to stop being so offended and realize it's in the name of comedy. They're not attacking you personally. Yeah, we live in the in the. This is toxic masculinity, James. Clear, clear. I mean, it's very clear. It's all related. It's all related. (laughs) James is like, I want to be able to joke about gay people. Yes. I mean, dude. If it's an insult coming from a very good friend, you should probably take offense. If it's a joke that you know is written by comedy writers on a cartoon TV show, just take it as a joke. I mean, if I could tell you how many times, though, among very good friends, people have said things that are offensive as fuck, but you know it was just meant to be funny. (sighs) That's the worst thing. That's the hypocrisy of all this. You know, if two women are talking to each other and they're good friends and one one friend calls the other one a cunt. It's ha ha funny or bitch. It's oh, you go bitch or whatever. It's ha ha funny. Well, it's all contextual. Exactly. Exactly. It is all contextual. You're right. And mm-hmm. this is clearly meant to be humor, not meant to be like gays or whatever. And most of the time when family says this is this is whatever. They're right. They're just pointing out the stereotype and the truth in it. You know? Well, I mean, yeah. okay, I'd like to see jokes about fat people stop, please. It's offensive to me. It hurts my feelings. And that's all that matters. Oh, we're, oh, we're getting feelings. there. Don't worry, James. It's like, just, just get not fat, James. Or just, like, no, you know. No, I refuse. <laughs> it's okay to be fat. It's okay to be fat. Being fat's healthy. It's fine. Everyone's trying to say that now, Evan. You know it. Everyone's I do know it. it. And honestly, I think uh, one of the words I hate most, or one of the phrases I've I've grown to hate, is uh, body positive. I do too. When it is said, or you know, said in context of someone who is super obese. What about someone who's not super obese, as you say? Uh huh. But just know, obese, just a little overweight. It doesn't also. matter. Look, if you if you are happy with your weight, fine. Do not advocate being overweight. Yeah, it's one thing to be like satisfied with being ridiculously fat. Whatever, I don't give a shit. But don't advocate it and say call That's it body what, positivity. Yeah, you go sit in your undesirable corner, and everyone else can be healthy. Yeah. But don't be upset when people are like, I don't want to fuck you. Because <laughs> you're fucking fat. You know? You're also lying to yourself to make yourself feel better, but fine. Whatever. Yeah. You're deluding yourself 
It's crazy, man. It's like all you would all rather circular. be hundred pounds than one hundred and forty. I don't believe you. Yeah, all this shit is circular, dude. It's all fucking circular. We went to see Nicole Byer. Okay, I like Nicole Byer. She's very funny. Okay, I saw her and I was like, "Yo, she's fat, ridiculously so." Okay, she did the same stand-up routine, and she did it in a. She did it with a little bit of stomach showing, like a line of stomach. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why would you do that? Like, it's not cute. Her Netflix special. She's wearing a dress high above her belly button, the way Michael wears his pants. Okay? And she had, like, a line of fucking... A line of... <laughs> Sorry, you wear your pants uh, down around your... Around your... Halfway yeah, down your ass, right? I know right? if I wear my, if I, my belly button, I'd look like an asshole. But look... I get why you do that. I'm not. That's not part of why I was. I'm just saying. I'm just pointing out. Yeah, you're just being wears, a dick. I get it. I get it. <laughs> she's wearing her masculinity, Mike. Call him out. She's wearing. Yeah, okay. She's wearing her dress up above her belly button. Okay, which is a fat person's trick. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it is. A fat person's trick. It is. <laughs> yeah. You guys know it is. The fuck out of here. You I know, know what you're a, talking about. Yeah, it's a fat person's trick. By the way, on somewhat of a related note, I hate. High waisted things, yeah, unless it's like a 1950s pencil skirt that those look great. Yeah, I don't like high waisted things on anyone, not on me, not on women. I don't pencil skirts. Yeah, I get it, but nothing, none of the rest is stupid. Not jeans. I don't like any of that. So, but but so she's got this line of above belly button. Maybe it's a two inches thick, enough for you to see it, but not like enough to be crazy. And there's no lines or wrinkles, but it just accentuates the fatness. And I'm like, why? Like, it's not cute. Like, she's clearly trying to be cute, but she's not cute. You know, then there's this picture of her in her underwear and a bra, and she's got her back to the camera, and it's just rolls upon rolls, you know? And I was like, the thing is, as a fat person, like, when I look in the mirror, I'm like, Jesus Christ. Like, I know that looking at me from the front with a shirt off is horrible. Because it's just, it's just like... It's just like waves upon waves of madness, you know. It's like looking into the fucking eyes of Cthulhu. Okay, you said like, madness. Yeah, you just become mad, you know. It's madness. So I get it. Like I know, and I know when I was looking at her, I bet I bet the front of that is a mess, you know. All right, so let let me send you guys this link. All right, I just sent it to both of you. This is um. Ashley, Ashley Graham. Never heard of her, but okay. She so looks pretty good. You're you're very out of it. Uh, Evan. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't <laughs> pay attention to you know anyone not important in my life. Uh huh. What about her? So she would be called overweight, right? So yeah, but you know we're not talking about her. Here's the thing. If if you're going by like the BMI scale or just the number on the scale, if you if you look good, I'm just gonna say it. If you're in proportion, but have a little extra weight, fine. But those who have, you know, like no calves, fat underarms, and like a gigantic gut, not cool. Mm-hmm. There is a differentiation. Yeah, and this chick is what you call thick. I mean, look, I'll be honest with you. I don't like the women who are on Instagram. I do like the women who are on Instagram. 
but uh, I don't like them. I like them, but I don't like them. I think they're bad for women because those women are cheating. They're doing like a million squats a day and wearing waist trainers to destroy the proportions of their body to give them a ultra tiny waist. Then they're getting surgeries to give them a small, small stomach and they're getting like all this like an ass implant doing all this stuff because appearance is everything. And I don't think it should be that way. I think this woman is a good example of a beautiful a beautiful woman who's thick and it's okay. It's natural. It's nice. You know? And look, I don't mind like big chicks are okay. I've dated big big women before. I'm not saying big chicks are bad, but I'm saying let's not delude the world and delude young women and everything else and say it's okay to be fat. It's not. You should strive to be excellent. You should strive for excellence. You know, especially the younger the better. You know, you should strive to be fucking to 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 uh to to be healthy. You know, this chick this is this is a healthy woman. She's thick. Yeah, she's 201 pounds, but she's healthy. You know, you tell she exercises. She you don't see a roll on her body, you know? And maybe a few like little crinkles, a little thick lines, but that's all right. So I will say the two pictures at the beginning with Steve Harvey and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, I think, and the other short yeah, black guy, I don't crazy. know. She looks beautiful, fantastic. Scrolling down to her runway strut. I know Evan hates that. Less attractive to me personally. Evan is such a snob. <laughs> it is. He's that, such a fucking snob. He's that's a, it. gross. Gorgeous face. <laughs> uh, I could personally just do with a little less hip and thigh. But, I, you know, she's fine. If she wants to advocate body positivity in her image, it's fine. I don't think this is a bad example, though, of what, like, fine, being body positive. Right? No, that's fine. She Like, yeah. if she wants to, she could, you know, drop that in a month. Yeah. She's not living her life, you know, in pursuit of being obese. Saying it's okay. Yeah. In pursuit of being obese. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be the world's fattest man. <laughs> I mean, if you're... That is my goal. If you're... if you're, I mean, you don't know how... I mean, dude, you should have been at this fucking, like, this thing I went to. Mm-hmm. Dude, I liked it because it was a body-positive place, like, where people could be just naked and it was cool. But, dude, some of the some of the women... I mean, there's like three of them who were smoking. No, four of them were smoking stupid hot. Like one chick was clearly like a suicide girl in training. Another chick was this hot Asian chick. And I was like, Jesus Christ. Another chick was this hot Ukrainian chick. She was, she said, she, you know, I was like, Jesus. She was stupid fine. Then there was another girl who looked just like the Ukrainian chick with, with, with like auburn red hair, like dyed red hair. She's... All these these three chicks I just mentioned, they had those teardrop ski mountain slope tits. You know? The tits that come down and are like shoop. You know, they have this up pointy upturn and it's like just like perfect titties. Mm-hmm. You know? Those chicks are fucking hot. Then they had three other chicks or four other chicks that you're like, Jesus Christ, come on. You know? Like they're hanging and there's a fupa hanging above their cooch, and you're just like, God damn. You know? So judge me however you want to, but I'm gonna send you I'm gonna send you guys a link to chat. I also put it in the show notes as in my extra sections, body negative. 
there is a YouTuber I sometimes watch uh, named Eden Jacks. She is a vegan. She is a body positive whatever. Uh, this video is of her doing a, a try-on haul. So, you know, watch that some other time. I think it's like 20 minutes long or something. Um, oh, get but, the fuck out of here. Yeah. I just looked at it and I was like, nope, get out of here. What kind of vegan? Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. No. So, no, 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 no. Body positive. There you go. That's not okay. That's what I'm talking about. So there's well, different extremes. Yeah. Or there's different different levels, we'll say. Sure. Okay. Yeah, like this is a mess. But anyone who like really says body positive is definitely overweight, number one, even if just a little bit. And they're, I don't know, they're trying to appeal to other overweight people to get more followers or something. I don't because they it's think that. it's okay. I, I don't it's know. about it's about them about them wanting to feel good, you know. Because when you're fat, it feels bad. Yeah, like being fat sucks. I'm fat. I know it sucks. Being fat's not fun. Tell so, me all the negatives of being fat. It's hard to move around. Can't yeah. buy can't buy like normal plane seats and be comfortable. Even though you know, for an, even a normal sized person, air air travel is not super comfortable. You can't buy clothes. Um, Clothing is more expensive, more difficult to find. Mm-hmm. Um, Looking cool is hard as fuck. Yep. You know, getting laid, damn near impossible. Self-confidence for most people. Yeah, self-confidence decrease. gets destroyed. Going swimming, you're like, Ugh, how much do yeah. I really want to get in this pool? Mm-hmm. Because really? of, of your appearance. Yes. Mm-hmm. Not because you can't swim or something. Correct. Not because the fat is... I can't swim. I'm no, fat. I mean, a fat person <laughs> in water is is great. You're a natural flotation device. You will not drown if you are face up. What up? There you go. Mike likes to do a little float and bob in the ocean, you know? I do. So you understand. But if I you're do. going to, you know, a public pool, you're like, <sighs> come on. You know, yeah. I'm just looking, jumping to this video. She's putting this thing on. I'm like, why? Like this is so cute. Like you don't look good in anything. I hate to say that, but this. But is it's not... true. It's opinion, but it's true. And it sets a bad example. It makes people think it's okay, and it's not okay. You know, the thing is, in this world, there are some things that just aren't wrong. And this is one of them. Yeah. You know? She has another video, which I, I don't think I've watched, but I saw the title when I was looking for this one. It's uh, it's called, like, Why I Won't Lose Weight. Like, uh, why? From her? Yeah. Hmm. Doesn't make any sense. What were the reasons? Did you? Did I, no, I didn't watch it. I just saw oh. that was the title of it. Oh, Hopefully okay. it was clickbait. Maybe. Anyways, that's our body positivity rant for the week. Yeah, here's a picture of her in a fucking bikini. You never see anyone super healthy, like, you know, a bodybuilder, bikini model. Not that those are necessarily healthy, but you never see, like, a really fit person advocating body positivity. Because yeah, they know no. it's not healthy yeah. in this in this kind of scenario. Yeah. It's only people you shouldn't be listening to talking about it. You're absolutely right, Evan. 
And look at oh Jesus Christ, dude, go go to her fucking, and she did a TED talk. Oh, apparently. Come on, man. Can I do a TED talk? Yes. That whole that whole organization has gone to shit. They used to just sort of um, I want to say co-leap, but that's the wrong word. They used to organize their own, you know, TED talks with really informative and skilled speakers, but now they branched out. And anything that says TEDx is yeah, like just, a local it's, thing. That's like its own thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like I could, you know, the, I could have a TEDx conference in my, you know, office. If I got the right approvals and everything, you know, and talk about whatever <laughs> the fuck right I want. Approvals talk from about, the city? talk about the, uh, <laughs> yeah, the city, get the zoning rights all straightened out, whatever parking, <laughs> you know, I'll talk about the, the, the evolution of gaming mice and how it affects today's, you know, society. It doesn't matter. It's worthless. Uh. <laughs> so if you see an actual TED talk, that's fine. But if it's TEDx anything, most of the time don't bother. I mean, they're not all crap, but I get yeah. I get what you're saying though. Yeah. yeah I get what you're saying. All right. So Mike, tell me about this other person I have no clue about Mar- Marie something. Right, so I know James knows who this is. The Marie Callender, she's a big bitch with good cook. <laughs> yep, those pot pies are on point. No, let's um, fucking lasagna. Oof. <laughs> so no, so this is about the Japanese uh, woman named Marie Kondo, and she so she came out with a book a few years ago, um, which was translated into English. I think it came out in 2014 in the United States. It's called The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up. Okay. Sounds kind of familiar. Yeah, I'm sure you've at least heard of it or seen it like somewhere in passing. Um, and now she has a TV show on Netflix. Is it in so English? It is, yes. Okay. She mostly speaks Japanese, but she has a translator with her at all times, who's like, also named Marie. I was like, oh. so like Stephen Hawking? <laughs> no, no, not like that. Another person. Yeah, she does the, this is the organizing thing, right? Yes. Yeah, Yesenia did this, and she said it was amazing. It changed her life. Yeah, I remember. I remember. She told us that a while ago, too. Yeah. So. Um, so actually, my mom bought the book when it came out, and I actually have it somewhere around here. Um, she didn't read it though, did she? Oh, You'll have to organize oh, no, to find it. Not. Yeah, exactly. Now, I think it's on my shelf right here, but because I came across it, and I was like, "Oh, I need to keep this handy." Um, but so I watched three episodes of the TV show. It's only like six or eight episodes on Netflix. Um, but it's actually very good, and it's it's like Hoarders, but it's not quite that level of insanity you know mm-hmm. it's not that intense and not that like oh, drama oh no you know it's not like that you know like <laughs> like the reality shows tend to be um this one's a little more like she comes in she sees how everything is and she's like okay she's like all right i'm gonna show you guys how to fold clothes this way and the reason we're doing this is this and that blah 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 and and then she leaves she's like all right i'll be back in a week you guys need to do this, you know, because I don't know what you want to keep and what you don't want to keep. You know, you need to know what you want to keep and not keep. Uh huh. 
Um, the other thing that I like about the show is she also has these little segments where she just addresses us, the viewer, directly. You know, it's kind of like a side cut thing, and she's like, it gives you little tips throughout. So you could actually be like cleaning your own house while watching this because she's like giving tips and shit as the show um, goes on. So I guess it could be helpful if you watch it over and over, but I have not read the book or anything, but I have a feeling that it in some kind of way teaches discipline, which like if you, if you read the book once or you watch some of these episodes, you'll be motivated to clean up your place. You'll be like, yes, I'm going to do this. This is fantastic. But motivation fades pretty quickly. And that's where you have to step up your discipline game and just do it whether you want to or not. And if you can do that long enough, the rest of your life gets cleaned up. Oh, no, absolutely. But the the thing is, she's teaching these people, and whether it's from the book or the TV show or whatever, she's teaching them, and you, if, if you want, mm-hmm. a method, a way to do things. Like, maybe you're like, yeah, I just have my clothes in a big pile. I don't know what to do with them, you know? Mm-hmm. She... <laughs> She's like, okay, you need to fold them like this. And she, and she's like, we're doing this for a reason, you know. We're going to fold them this exact way because then when you put them in the drawer, you can see all your clothes in one, you know, in one fell swoop. They're not piled on top of each other. So you're not like, what's under there, you know. You can just see everything right at once and you know what's there. It's nice and easy. In the kitchen, she's organized things in drawers. And she's like, okay, she's like, you want to use little boxes if you can for stuff, you know. Like to, you know, kind of divide things up in the drawer uh-huh. and put like like things together, meaning like size, you know, like just to makes it easier and blah, blah, blah. So little tips like that, you know, um, and you're right. Of course, it's, you know, discipline and, you know, keeping it up and all that. But she's giving the people tools like they didn't know what to do, you know. They're like, right. well, we just have shit everywhere. You know, I don't know what to do. We just throw it in the drawer and that's it. You know, how did you make I mean, it to adulthood? Right. I mean, these and the first the first episode is this couple who have two small children, right? Like they're the couple's probably in their 30s or late 20s. And they have two small kids who are like two and three years old, you know, or something. And the, the mom is there like she doesn't work as much as the dad. She does work, but mostly she's at home taking care of the kids and everything. And she's like, she's like, I just don't have time. You know, she's like, it's just, you know, so crazy. We just got to go, go, go. And, you know, the kids are doing this and that. We got to blah. And so she gave her all these tips and ways to organize things. And now it's like, okay, now. And they're like, okay, yeah, now, now we do have more time to do things because we're taking care of things a certain way. And okay. And now I can find things easily. And, you know, it's not like you got to tear everything apart just to find one thing. And mm-hmm. so it's good. It's good. Okay. Um, the first lesson, the first thing you're supposed to do is take all of your clothes. I mean, even if they're hanging in the closet, wherever, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And pile them all up on the bed. Mm-hmm. And the goal of that is to see exactly how many clothes you actually have. Right. You know? And lots of times, you know, unless you're, you know, a, a popper or something, you're going to have a shit ton of clothes, you know? Mm-hmm. Especially this one, the second episode, you should have seen this shit. This woman is, now the only time I've ever heard this term is when my mom said it to me. This woman would be called a clothes horse. <laughs> Never heard of that before. <laughs> Apparently it's an old term, but 
It just means someone who has like a shit ton of clothes. Right. I mean, this woman took over two closets in her master bedroom, you know, and she has a husband. She took over, she took over the two closets, then took over a closet in another room, then took over another closet in a third room. I mean, and there's still clothes everywhere in both of those other rooms. Right. Like, like there was like stupid amounts of clothes everywhere. And so they piled the shit up and it was like, they piled it up on the bed and it was like literally to the ceiling of clothes, you know, <laughs> like it was stupid, you know, mm-hmm. and, but they got it done, you know, they're like, okay, we got to do this. And the, the way she's the, the woman Marie Kondo says, you take every item, you hold it and you say, okay, how's this, how's this make me feel? You know, is this good or is it not good? And her term is, does it spark joy? Okay. Sounds kind of gay. But you know, oh, you can't a, make gay jokes. That's toxic masculinity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she's a woman. You know, it's it's fine. Whatever. She's Japanese. She's tiny. You know, right? Um, it's normal. She's like, Kito! you know, she's like that. <laughs> so, honestly, if you watch the show, she's kind of like that actually. <laughs> um, but uh, she's nimble too, man. She's like standing up on a counter and shit. I was like, what? Does the fuck? she cover her mouth when she laughs? Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Perfect. I, I feel like Japanese celebrities are basically a stereotype. Like they're just a meme within themselves. They're just trying to. They have to meet some requirements. I mean, how you think a Japanese person is, a Japanese woman is. That's how pretty much how she is. So, um, but she says you take the piece of clothing and or whatever it is it doesn't have to be clothing. But we're starting with clothing, right? That's step one, and you see if it sparks joy. So you take it, you hold it, and you're like. And I hate this fucking shirt <laughs> or whatever. And you're like, all right, that's a get rid of this one. Oh no, I really love this one. Okay. That one we keep, you know, and you just go through everything like that till you pare it all down. And then you go from there. And then she has the, you know, the folding technique, like I talked about, or if you're hanging it up in the closet, that's fine. You know, whatever. And then you go from there with other, other areas, other items in the house. But, uh, she actually doesn't advocate going room by room. It's more like item type by item type, you know. Okay. Oh, so you do all clothes and all, all pots and pans and all, yeah, all knickknacks, all, all books. Yeah, all whatever. Yeah, like that. But anyway, I have not watched the whole season, so I haven't seen every single type of thing. So every episode isn't. They're the same, but they focus on different parts. So, like, this episode, that might focus on clothes and knickknacks, you know? And then this episode, they focus on clothes and books, you know, or whatever, you know? So, one family, they, you know, they had all these DVDs. They had a huge DVD collection. And they actually ended up, uh, and they were just piled up on the floor, like, everywhere, you know, like, in in the DVD case, you know, like a jewel case, but not... Mm-hmm. And uh, they actually ended up putting them all in the in like a CD book, like you used to have in your car, you know. Okay. Or like we all have, you know, because we're geeks. Right. Um, but what about the case? I mean, that's that's part of it. Oh, they were tossing. You can't them. get rid of that. Oh, that's worthless now. What are you gonna do with it? Sell it? I mean, come on. You need to look at the cover art. <laughs> nah. I I was uh, looking at a TEDx video, Evan. Garbage. Uh, the other day. Now, this guy is actually legit, but it was like an organizing expert, kind of like, you know, Marie Kondo. Um, and one of his things was, like, you can get rid of so much shit 
like like especially books and movies because it can all be digital now you know right. all of it it doesn't yeah, have you, the same effect i mean if you have movies a few, are okay kind a of. few regular books you know a few regular books fine you know but you don't need 300 regular books you know or 500 you well, know or whatever it is you know what i mean i mean so. i don't know if you're if you're an avid reader then the, even just the act of holding a book and flipping a page can make you you know more attached to the stories and characters rather than looking through a PDF or you know swiping on your Kindle or whatever it is. I hate to say this, but I've, physical books are a rich man's game. I've never. Um, <laughs> they are, I, Evan. They, I I understand what you're. Them. I understand what you're saying with the books to a degree. Um, like I feel that way actually about magazines. Oddly, like I really don't want to look at a magazine on my phone or a tablet. Right. I'm like, this is dumb, you know? Um, I'd rather have a physical magazine. Books. I've read books on an iPhone, you know, just like Kindle style. Or on my computer in the Kindle app. You uh-huh. know? And I've never had a problem. It's fine. You know, okay. it's the same to me. Um, no, so. I, I like physical magazines and books I could care less about. But magazines, books? I, want, I want the tactile feel of flipping a page of a magazine. Right. So books. Now I have a friend who, as an avid reader, does a lot of reading. Goes to used bookstores, goes to the library. Um, but she, when she's done with a book, she'll just get rid of it. Hmm. She's like, okay, I'm done. She tries to sell it back to them, or she, if they don't want it, they're like, well, we had 19 copies of that. She, all right, just take it. <laughs> she just gives it to them. Mm-hmm. You know, she's like, I'm done. You know, because. So, so now, granted, this guy that I'm talking about on the TEDx thing. He was talking about living in a smaller apartment and trying to maximize the space. Okay. You know? So it's kind of very minimalist kind of thing. Which Marie Kondo is not necessarily advocating. She's like, if you need 600 books to be happy, fine. Have your 600 books, you know? Right. Whatever. You know, or 50 pens. Actually, there was a guy, 50 pens. He's like, I need 50 pens. Yeah. She's like, she's like, he's like, should I throw them away? She's like, no, you can't. (laughs) <laughs> she's like you need to keep them <laughs> it's like okay you know? I, got, I got thousands because I have 20,000 pens that I'll <laughs> never use I actually dug this one out of a, a, a container this morning really yep nice so anyway um, so I, I'm sure I told you I was watching Hoarders a, a week or two ago you know mm-hmm. and watching that man I mean th- some of those people are fucking like they're little you know yeah, um, that, that was one of the episodes where some guy's house was basically held up by the stacks of newspapers. Oh, yeah, that's the guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was the craziest dude I saw on there. Yeah. Uh, granted, I only watched like three episodes. Like no power <laughs> and no electricity for years. Pretty much, yeah. Or whatever it was, yeah. Yeah, and uh, I mean, and that guy actually had a shit ton of books. Yeah. And he was he's like, I love reading, I love, you know. It's my research. Cool. But, um... I mean that guy was a little little wacky, you know, like like if like I told you, if you saw him you'd be like, Oh, that's a homeless guy. I mean right. that's how he looks, you know? I mean you know, unkempt, whatever, whatever, you know, all that <laughs> kind of shit, you know what I mean? I mean, where's he gonna take a shower? Nowhere. There's right. nowhere in there to take a shower. I mean So luckily they <laughs> what they ended up doing, they ended up basically clearing out one room <laughs> like kind of right at the beginning of his house. They cleared out one room, made it look real nice. You know, there's still some books and shit, you know, on a shelf and a little chair 
like a like a recliner style chair, and they put a new bed in for him, like just like a twin size bed. Because mm-hmm. this guy was basically sleeping on a I don't know what the fuck he was sleeping on a pile of pile of blankets or something, you know I don't know, <laughs> oh, you know Jesus, you know so so this guy came in and and that's the thing these people they once they finally see like you know something nice like it looks nice and you can move around and shit they're like oh my god it's so wonderful you know yeah. Yeah. of course it is you know they forgot yeah like this guy was living like a fucking rat man like <laughs> like seriously like you watch it you're like jesus christ <laughs> and like he had candles burning everywhere they're like that's a fire hazard you know like <laughs> oh it's crazy yeah. but anyway so yeah, I mean, watching all these things, you know, granted that's like more extreme and like kind of crazy, but um, watching all these things definitely inspiring me to get started. Like I told you, I was watching that Hoarders episode and I started cleaning my desk. I was like, ah, you know, I'm done with this, you know? Yeah. So something I'm familiar with and yeah. my dad is familiar with and you're familiar with is basically moving, say you, you have a box of stuff, right? And you have mm-hmm. your, in your original house, apartment, whatever. Then you move and you take that box of stuff with you and you don't touch it until the next time you move. Get rid of that box. Oh, yeah. Actually, that's the minimalist guy on the TEDx thing. He he said the same thing. He was like, you have a box that you bring from place to place to place. Yeah. He's you like, don't what's know it? what's in it. Who knows? So it does not matter. Yeah. He's like, you don't need it. Obviously. You haven't, you haven't touched it in a decade. Exactly. He's like, you don't need it. Whatever's in there, you don't fucking need He's like, throw it away. You know? yep. <laughs> like, the whole this thing. Is crazy. Now, like I said, him, it was a more extreme thing for him personally because he bought he bought an apartment in New York City that's like super tiny. Right. You know, one of those like super tiny apartments. So he has like the Murphy bed and all this kind of shit, you know? Nice. Um, which was cool, honestly. And he even had like... Like, the ability to have, like, a table come out of the wall and, you know, like, mm-hmm. all this kind of shit. Like, because he said, like, he had all these goals. Like, because I want to be able to sleep there. I want to be able to work there. You know, like, kind of, like, you know, work at a desk, like, office, you know. I want to be able to have 12 people over for dinner. Mm-hmm. You know, like, all these things. And it's like, okay, how do we do this, you know? And so, now, his is, like, really, like, custom, you know. Like, he had to have, like, people come in and, like, do shit. But it can be done, you know. So. Yep. Kind of, kind of interesting to see what can be done, what's possible, you know. And yeah, think, so I'm definitely going to read the Marie Kondo book and finish watching the series. Um, it's very good. It's very good. So I would highly recommend it to everyone. I think the logic of, and I've always had fault with this logic, and I never said anything because I didn't want to get chewed out. Here we go. But the logic of uh, you haven't opened that box in six months. Just throw it away. I find it, f- I find it flawed, only because as human beings we have a lot of things, and now more than ever we have a lot of shit. That's true. A lot of it's trash, no doubt. But for the most part, when you live on a, like a stretched budget, you sometimes own things that were important to you at the moment. And they might still be important to you, but you've just forgotten about them. And they're in a box that you're carrying around somewhere. Well, there's different things, James. There's different categories, okay? So, just like... (coughs) Excuse me. Marie Kondo said, if you need those 50 pens to be happy, 
then fine, have your fifty pins. Right. So, well, no, I mean, I, I would hate to open a, I would hate to take a box that has like my toaster in it, which is a case that happened here. Is I had a box, I had not opened it because I had not needed to toast toast, <laughs> and I forgot about the, I just forgot about the toaster. But it was in that box. Do you along toast with a toast? Bunch of, do you toast a bun- with a bunch of? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, Uh-oh. I toast toast, Michael. Um, it's a, it's semantics, semantics. But you know, and it happens to have all of also forks and knives in it. You know, well, so it's all necessary stuff. You fucked but up. But I forgot about it. I just forgot because I had like one or like maybe I had three sets of forks and knives in my thing. I was like, all right, good enough. And then later on, I realized, uh, where's my toaster? Like it was almost seven months later, I said, like, where's my toaster? You know, I was like, I know I had a toaster and I go through looking at the boxes and there's a fucking toaster sitting in the box, you know? Mm-hmm. I no, I think- mean, you should, I think you should definitely, I mean, yeah, the guy's like, just throw it away. You don't need it. Right. You should definitely go through the boxes, look at the shit, be like, do I need this? Okay. Yes. The toaster. Yeah. I need that. Okay, cool. You know, but if it's like, you know, old cables and, you know, we have all of us have all kind of wild shit that we definitely don't. Need I agree. And that's stuff you should get rid, get rid of. But you don't want to throw away like old family photos. You're like, oh, my God, what the fuck? You know, yeah. that's going to throw this away. You know, I mean, you, so you got to be careful. I mean, of course. But I also think there's a know? difference between six months and 20 years. Yeah, you should probably still look through the box of 20 years old to see if your birth certificate's in there. If like the deed to your house is in there. But if not, get rid of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, dude, you know how many boxes I went through here? And it's like a fucking sprint long distance bill yeah. from like 2003. <laughs> like a yeah. box to a StarTac or something. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, why do we have this? Well, I'm like, what the fuck? You know? Right. I was like, oh, my God. Like, this is crazy, you know? So I, I'm like, I'm I might guilty. need to keep this. Like, what? The, you know? I'm guilty of that. I take because I'm like your I'm a lot like I realize now that I'm a lot like your mom and and like and my dad and like yeah and probably like and all of us and yeah so I get mail yeah I take the mail and I put it by the door you know I look at it to see if it's really really important and then otherwise I put it by the door and so what happened was I accumulated this stack like this thick of unopened envelopes most of them repeated so one day I was waiting to like I was cooking something or something and I just like this is just like a couple days ago. I just sat in the fucking kitchen and I said I will not let myself go to the computer and sit down until I go through this box. And I went through every box, opened every piece of mail, looked at every single one, tore them up, threw them in the trash, tore them up, threw them in the trash, tore them up, threw them in the trash, one by one by one until they were all gone. I was so happy I did that because it was like this is a stupid pile of mail that I was like never bills I had paid or was never going to pay because fuck you because I'm poor or because or, you know, <laughs> credit card offers I'm not going to take or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. And, and also another thing I started doing when I moved here was I go to my mailbox and I throw all the ads away at the mailbox. I don't leave the fucking mailbox area until I throw the ads away. I never bring ads into my house. Never. Absolutely never. Yeah, we have a uh, a similar thing downstairs. There's a place for that. Yeah, so. so I never bring ads home, and I'm it's like that kind of stuff has helped me so much because I I mean I would literally I've always done this. I just stack mail. I hate mail. You know, to me, mail is like a fax. I'm fucking like, why are we still using this? <laughs> why are you still sending me bills in this? You just email me and say pay me. Mm-hmm. Why, no, I agree. Why are you fucking sending me a goddamn statement? 
I'm uh Fuck I'm you in your statement. Most places <laughs> have the option in your account settings for paperless statement and they'll just send yeah, you an email. I get it I set my Verizon accounts for paperless. They still send me a statement email a letter. <laughs> oh, I don't get anything from Verizon anymore from either Verizon, Verizon or Verizon Wireless. I don't get anything um, from Verizon as far as my internet. I do get letters. I get like one or two letters a month from Verizon for phone. Here's your statement. Here's a bill. Here's your statement. Here's a no, bill. You need to turn off, turn on wireless or wireless billing, paperless, <laughs> paperless somewhere. Um, but yeah, I mean, I have the same problem, James. I'll, I'll go get downstairs, get the mail. My mom stopped getting the mail. She's like, I'm like, it's been five days since anyone got the mail. I'm like, did you get the mail? She's like, no. I'm like, okay, I guess I have to go get the mail. All right, fine. So, so I go get the mail and I'm like looking through it. I'm like, okay, what's this? Then I'll bring it home and I'm like, I don't really know what to do with it. So I just set it down and then that's it. And I'm like, whatever. And then we have this whole pile of mail and you're like, what the fuck? You know? Yeah. So yeah, I feel you on that, but I'm glad you went through it. I'm proud of you for that. You guys should get a shredder. I was thinking the same thing. I, like, I, I bought one before we moved here. So we could and go you through threw a it lot away of our mail. It was in a random box. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it probably no, it probably is still in a random box out in the living room somewhere. So um but yeah, we bought one just to deal with that exact problem, Evan, because mm-hmm. we were going through all our not only mail but just papers. Like I yeah. said like old sprint bills and shit, you know. And my mom's like, "Oh, can we have a shredder?" and I was like, "Okay." So I went and bought one at Staples and, you know, we were using it, but yeah, like I said, it must be in a fucking box somewhere. I yeah, no, know. I need one too. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, I need a shredder. Because there's, I just have so much I have so many papers. They're satisfying you know. to use too. They but are. also, but they're very slow. So unless you get a nice one. So I just started well, tearing my stuff up. A, a thirty dollar one should be sufficient. Yeah. I told myself that if I continue to wait to the time that I got a shredder to start fixing this problem in my life, I would never fix it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, no. Absolutely. Yeah, if you have a shredder, you should start shredding. Definitely. Um, Crosscut. <laughs> yeah, if possible, crosscut. Uh, all right, so last thing here, James. I think this is you. Uh, something about The Punisher. Yeah, I don't have a link for it. It's on Netflix again. Uh, season two of The Punisher's out on Netflix. Ooh. It's really, really good. Um, I thought I would have thought that show would have been on like season four already, unless I'm thinking about another show. No, The Punisher, it came out... On season two of, uh, season two of Daredevil, they revealed hmm. the they had the Punisher on it, and then let's see, season two of, of of that show came out. Those shows come out like every year and a half, every two years. Okay. So then you take another two years, and then the fe- first Punisher came out, and now let's give it two years, and now the second Punisher came out gotcha. or a year and a half, I think. So yeah, I mean it. It sucks that most of the net, almost all the Marvel stuff, is getting canceled on on Netflix because it's going to go to Disney Plus probably. Um, so yeah, but this is Punisher is amazing. It's good. It's it's exactly what the first one was. They struck gold again. The character act, the actors are amazing. Um, it suffers from some of the same problems as all the Marvel Netflix shows, which they have these really really. They have some really good female characters and some really bad female characters. But for whatever reason, they always use the female characters 
to accelerate the plot in a dumb way. Um, and I don't know why that is. Maybe because most of the protagonists are male, um, except for in uh, whatever Jones, uh, Jessica Jones. Jessica Jones also suffers from the same thing. Uh, she has a female best friend who use, they use her as a plot device to accelerate the plot. It's not because they're women, but just because they're just are their characters are used for 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 uh to accelerate the plot. They're used for uh exposition, you know, so their characters are, are almost empty to me. They're dumb. They're just bad characters. There's a few really good ones, but most of the time they're just like exposition um conduits and it's just not fun if you know anything about storytelling. So but otherwise it's a good it's good. Um I if you love gunplay you know, just imagine John Wick on heroin. That's the Punisher. Hmm. You know, there's a scene where they're in a running gunfight between two adjoining hotel rooms. And, and they keep picking up random guns and shooting each other with them. And then the Punisher gets fed up and just jumps on the bed in his room and runs through the walls. Like, oh, he's like, oh, 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 shit. Fucking, and he does that a lot. There's a lot of like, oh, 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 oh. There's a lot of like that monkey ape shit he does, and I don't know why, but it's great. So <laughs> yeah, do yourself a favor. That's just it's a fun watch. Um, if you have Netflix or your local, you know, place wherever Evan gets to see stuff, it's worth your time to watch that series. It's really good. And also, has, it has a. Uh, um, it's based around the bad guy Jigsaw. If you know who that is, it's one of Punisher's arch nemesis. Nemesis, whatever. Nemesis. Nemesis. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good show. That's it. Okay. Cool. All right. So we don't have anything for game theory this week. We don't have a product review this week. But we want to get talk about something in the Yum update. Mm-hmm. So go ahead, Mike. Tell them. Yes. So I am supposed to be trying to lose weight. Right. That's the theory. That's the theory. The practice is I haven't really been doing that. You you have denied my generosity and guidance for nearly a month. That is true. That's a true statement based in fact. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Explain. There's nothing to explain. I've been home all the fucking time. That's it. Hanging out. At home, exactly where the ingredients of your meals are. Mm-hmm. And yet you and ignore them. And other things. Throw away the temptation. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. So, uh, we talked about, I, I, had, I did go to the gym. I have not been recently, because I mm-hmm. suck. But I wanted I to ask you go, about that. I am going to go today after the podcast. So you said that you were able to uh, do some leg extensions and leg curls to the tune of 170 pounds. Mm-hmm. How many reps and sets, may I ask? It was this like once? No, that would have been a, a set of at least six. Okay, maybe eight. Okay. Um. And this is me, like, progressively getting the weight higher and higher. Right. So, like, like oh, I it's would... too light. Let me go next time. I'll go up twenty pounds or something. Yeah, but all in the same session. So, right. 
Um, so and yeah, how I, were I, your legs after that? Honestly, like Jello, or you were fine? Um, I mean, like Jello for a few, just tired, you know. I'd right. say, but not not for that long. And then after that, I was okay. I mean, was I like the absolute maximum of, you know, probably not, you know? Right. Um, One time, I'm going to tell a quick story. One time, I think I was at Montgomery College, and they had a weight training class there for, you know, PE credit for whatever reason. So I took it, and I was doing, uh, I think I was doing the leg curl, or no, Mm -hmm. leg extension. Mm -hmm. Don't remember what the weight was, but when I got done, I stood up and basically like fell to my knees when the when the teacher was walking around, he's like, "That's how you're doing it right." I was like, "Thanks." Oh, God. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> so you should collapse in agony. No? Yes, basically. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. So I'm sure I could go higher, you know. Um, and that's the goal, of course, you know. But. Uh, well, the goal yeah, is to be consistent. Don't worry about the weight so much. Well, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to get back in there, though, definitely. Um, question, though, I have for you. Uh-huh. So, so you, uh, last, last we spoke, um, you, were, you were mostly talking about the carnivore diet. Yep. And that's pretty much where we left it. So, so I did that for... I want to say six weeks, but it was five or six weeks. Okay. Um, didn't really have any issues. Mm-hmm. I was pretty happy eating, you know, steak, pork chops, chicken, bacon, eggs, some cheese. Liver? Some liver. Oh, I did make liver. Um, And I think... So there's a... there's Beef liver was okay. I would eat it again. Um, I wouldn't mind it with some accessories, like maybe some onions, mm-hmm. um, or in a salad or something, you know, who knows? Um, there is a product that I became aware of shortly after I stopped doing the carnivore diet, but it is cod liver in cod liver oil, which was presented to me by uh, a YouTuber I follow named Frank Tefano. So I picked up a ten, a is it ten pack, another ten pack or six pack? I don't remember. Um, I have not tried it yet for a reason that will soon be revealed, but I have it for when I do want to try it. And you know, it's it's supposedly it tastes good, so that's number one. It has mm-hmm. the the omega three to omega six ratios you'll find in fish oil. That's number two, so that's a good <coughs> thing. Um, it's nutritious. It has all the vitamin A. You know, the, in the retinol form, which you need to build new cells, um, mm-hmm. which is good. has a bunch of that. So I'm looking forward to it at some point. Now, a lot of, a lot of vegans will tell you that, um, you know, on, on the subject of vitamin A, that your body can absorb, can convert beta carotene and you know carrots and some other vegetables into vitamin a so you don't need to eat animal products however uh your body is really bad at doing that so you might have like five ten percent conversion rate whereas you know if you have a i'll say a palm sized 
piece of beef liver, you know, you'll get your, you'll get like 2000% of your recommended daily allowance. So you have that once a week and you're golden. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I guess that's a, a fair way to transition to telling you why I have not tried it yet. And I will show you what I'm drinking here is water uh, filled with various electrolytes. There's pee in it. You're drinking <laughs> pee. No. <laughs> I'm a ur- uranobibe. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah. Oh, let me jump back for real quick. So in the five to six weeks I was doing carnivore, mm-hmm. I lost about 15 pounds, okay. which is okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's reasonable for, for a girl. Like, that's no, like no. two, <laughs> two-ish pounds no, a week. That's not, not bad. That's yeah. fine. It's not bad. Um, I have been drinking this. This I've been drinking urine. Yeah, okay. For <laughs> for for a week and I have not had any food. Really? Uh, I am fasting again and I oh. have been in the gym for several hours 5 out of the last 7 days doing a some sort of weight training workout followed by some sort of cardio workout. Originally I started I was swimming. Mm-hmm. But so I did that for 3 days. And I stopped because I noticed that for basically the rest of the day and even into the following morning, I smelled like chlorine and it was making me nauseous. Hmm. So I, I don't know if I was, you know, because I'm fasting, because I'm st- trying to stay adequately hydrated. Maybe I was, you know, absorbing more pool water than normal. I don't know. I was, I was showering afterwards, you know, soap, everything else, so, but whatever. So I stopped swimming and I hmm. uh, took the place of that. I went on a a recumbent cycle, a recumbent bike, at a fairly low pace for thirty to forty five minutes. Mm-hmm. I followed that up with a roughly twenty minute session in a dry hot sauna, one hundred and seventy degrees. Came back to room temperature in the locker room and then took a cold shower. Mm-hmm. Lots of benefits and there. And that's to shock your body into... So I don't have enough information to present to you guys on the sauna and cold shower and everything, but um, I'll make a note to myself. Let me do that right now. Um, is this like the next injection week. stuff? Are you just no, no, no. This is actual science. Mm-hmm. Oh, this isn't like the back semen? No. <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, so I'll try to come up with something, you know, presentable for next week. Um, but anyways, it's been slightly taxing. You know, you do lose some some energy, some, you know, strength because you're you're basically, you know, drained of most uh most of your I'll say your sugar, even though your body does produce enough blood sugar to keep your central nervous system and brain working. Um, for instance, last night I tested my blood sugar and blood ketones. Mm-hmm. And my blood sugar was 53. 
which is quite low. Mm-hmm. I said a normal non-diabetic person, their f- fasting blood sugar should be anywhere from, you know, 85 to 100. Mm-hmm. So mine was 53 last night, which is lower than I would like. I would like to be, a, you know, mid-60s to 70, but it's what it is. And my circulating blood ketones were 6.0, which is very, very deep ketosis, which means my body is burning a lot of fat. Mm-hmm. So I will tell you that in six and a half days, mm-hmm. I've lost 20 pounds. Really? Yes. So five or six weeks, 15 pounds, but now not eating in how many days? Six and a half. Okay. 20 pounds. Yes. Now, I d- it's not wow. a truly fair comparison because wow. I was not working out wow. when I was eating steak and everything. That that could have seen True. good results True. also. Okay. I don't sure, know. Sure, sure. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. But, you know, roughly three pounds a day is hard to argue with. Shit. If you're bold enough. There's going to be nothing left. No. <laughs> That's the goal. I'm going to I'm going to not eat myself to death. Yeah. I'm going to evaporate. Yeah. Yeah. All right, he's going to go to the next level of being. <laughs> right. He's going to move to a gaseous form. <laughs> like in a in a Rick what's and called? Well, there's that. Yeah, I was I was actually thinking of a Futurama episode where like this is a oh. a four three eight seven, a being of pure energy. <laughs> like what the fuck? Like, <laughs> no, I'm gonna oh. be the ultimate Star Trek fan. Oh right, is that the one? That there's that one too. Yeah, I forgot about that. But yeah, you're right. I am not in effect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's great. I forgot about that. That was a good one. Yep. That was a good one. Oh, man. So that's, well, where, Evan, that's where I am right now. So which gym are you going to? The crazy uh, one? Yes, because they have a sauna. Uh-huh. If I didn't want to utilize that on a regular basis, I would just go to the cheap one that's closer. Uh-huh. Are you a member they, of the cheap one? Yes. So you're a member of two gyms. Correct. Uh-huh. I was almost a member of three, but I talked myself out of the third one. <laughs> that was, uh, I will join he's that like, that one. would have been excessive. Yeah. No, I will join <laughs> that one in I don't know, eight months or a year, because that is the that's like the strict uh powerlifting gym. I was like, that's the strongman gym? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'm not I'm not ready to use everything they have there yet, so you don't want to lift the weight in a in a strong jerking motion. It's like my back hurts. Just rip it out of your body. God. <laughs> Pussy. Exactly. Just inject a little semen, bro. You're good. <laughs> like, oh, <geez>. <laughs> <laughs> well, so what do you think of all that, uh, James? I mean, it's good. Cool. Cool. He's like, I'm ordering, he's like, I'm ordering a sub right now. So <laughs> we were reminded by uh, Michael's friend, Teresa, that we were in a we're in a race against time with Evan to get it together or kiss Evan goodbye. 
So she's uh, not wrong, by the way. Yeah, I know. She 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 heard that on our podcast. So, she didn't hear it on our podcast. Oh, well, she heard it from you then. I don't know. She heard it while Evan was at your house. Oh, that's right. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 the the one year challenge. Yeah, the one year challenge. Which is so. we've which got is, what twenty days in <laughs> something like that. No, when was I there? December something? December fifteenth. So one month in. So you got eleven months. Yeah. So. So, yeah, I mean, I had forgotten about that, honestly. And so now I'm like, ugh, you know. And Evan Evan always has these approaches, right? These wackadoo methods. What, all or nothing? Well, no, it's not that. You're always dabbling. You're always experimenting. Which I commend, but at the same time, I'm just like, uh, well, I don't... Well, well, I'll believe it when I see the results from all this experimenting. But right now, it seems like it's too all over the place to get anything really done. So, um... Well, I, I mean, I don't know. I feel like I have to find the method for me, and I don't know what that method is. I feel I'm feeling the stress from it, just because I don't want to wait too long to figure it out. But yeah, I mean, it's definitely has to be done. So I don't know. I'll figure it out. I'll get there. James, I come, would come come over. We'll go to the gym. No. See. I mean, it's a far drive. That's fair enough. <laughs> How about you both go to your individual gyms and call yeah, it a day? I have a gym downstairs. Yeah, that you're not going to go to. I have weights here as well. Yeah, okay. I've seen your weights. <laughs> <laughs> it's like 24 pounds on one little weight. It's like, yeah. He's like, yeah, I'm feeling, I'm jacked. Like, get the fuck out of here, man. Come on. <laughs> yeah. That's right, man. Exactly. That's it. No, like Orion used to tell us, just he said, just simulate the weight in your mind. So, <laughs> Manifest Orion, it. He used to take like a, like a toilet paper tube, and he'd be like, <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> Yeah, I'm not joking. Was he joking? No, he's Orion. <laughs> there could be a Vice article called Things Orion Believes Are True. <laughs> there could totally be an article like that. It would rival the Trump article. Oh, yes, in a big way. In a big fucking way. Hmm. Love you, Orion, but it's true. You have your own method. <laughs> and many times made up from whatever, I don't know. Hmm, well... It works for him, I guess. So. Mm-hmm. He's all wiry. That he is. I told him he's got to start eating pasta. He doesn't listen. <laughs> no, he doesn't listen. He's like, I'm going to gain weight by nibbling. <laughs> he's like, I'm going to nibble. Actually, on, uh, I mean, to be honest, he's the job he's in, he burns a lot, you know, so. Yep. No, I mean, if you so got It would be hard bulk, for him you gotta, to, you gotta to gain. You know, you know? If, you, if you want to bulk, you got to work. Uh, wrestling, we bulked before wrestling matches. We'd eat a bunch of pasta, you know, potatoes, carbs. Really? You know, he's trying to gain weight. Mm-hmm. And that's how you do it. You don't do it by nibbling. You know, I don't think you do some extraneous athletic activity. You're gonna burn calories like crazy. I don't care who you are. I wonder what his poop looks like. It probably looks fucking gray and very weak with with a very very poor bonds. People, <laughs> you know, people what are you talking who have, about who have a lot of trouble gaining weight really very likely have a problem absorbing the nutrients from what they're eating. Oh, so you think it's dense? Think it's no. Poo- poos are real. No, I think it's fluffy. Uh-huh. I agree. Yeah. I think it's I think I think it's covalent bonds or what I don't know the word. <laughs> I think whatever holds poop together, he doesn't have it. It's James, very, I don't know who, like ta- who Orion, taught you that term, but if Orion's poop was an element on the periodic table, what would its molecular weight be? Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't know who taught you covalent bonds. But... Dude, I love that word. I don't know how to use it, but it's great. <laughs> I know you I know don't. It's science. Science. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> McElroy's like, turning Dan over for... in his grave. Yeah, I know for damn sure this guy doesn't know what the fucking covalent bond is. So. <laughs> Niels Bohr is, yeah, rolling, yeah, no, or whatever. <laughs> Yo, I don't know. Did we talk about it? Um, Niels Borium? No, no, no. <laughs> did we talk about Einsteinium? Watson? Uh no. Like, did we talk about that last week? The show? No, the AI. No, no, no. The the it. guy. The guy who invented DNA or he didn't invent it, but you know. No, we didn't talk about that either. No, we didn't. Oh wow. Okay. Well, I don't know. I might have to save that till next week, but Yeah, uh, put it next uh, week. Apparently James... he's a he's a fucking psycho. So I'm sure. <laughs> I mean, Nikola Tesla, fucking genius. Died homeless, emaciated, in love with a pigeon in a hotel room. You know, he's insane. He did a lot of good, though. No, uh, the the DNA guy is more just like a racist. But, oh, okay. <laughs> but, but, yeah. I well, mean, we'll you ignore over. that for the sake of science, though. Yeah. Next week on the IO panel. Yeah. No. <laughs> so, James. Yeah. Um, would you fast for a week? I did it. Well, how long did I fast for? Please speak into the microphone. How long did no, how long did I fast before? <laughs> I did it for like I think I did it for like uh three or four days. When, why, and where? I just just last year. Maybe September or something. Right before I got fired, right before I got laid off. I did it. And it sucked. I mean I I, you were I hungry. after the first you were starving. Days, yeah, after the first couple of days. Yeah, the I first was like the first forty eight hours, it'll, it'll wreck you. After yeah. that, you're good. Yeah, I think your brain falls into some space where you're like, "I'm not gonna get to eat." <laughs> I don't know. But well, yeah. you're, you're so used to it for the first couple of days, and then once your, you know, once your body actually starts burning up your fat for energy, you're not hungry. You're like, you're just like very even. Yeah. So Evan, know. yeah, you decided to do this because you weren't seeing the results you wanted, or you decided you're like, okay, I've been I've been probably mainly in ketosis now. Let me just go ahead and go full force. Or, uh, yes, I also want. I wanted to see how quick I would see results. Mm-hmm. Um. I want to see how long I can do it. Mm-hmm. Doing it properly this time. The last time I did a 30 day fast, but I was just drinking. Like my only hydration was plain tap water and sugar free monsters. And that fucked me up big time. Because you didn't have the electrolytes? Yeah. Doesn't, doesn't the monsters have electrolytes? N- no, not nearly as much as you need. Oh, okay. So they have some, but not enough. Yeah, I mean, it'll have, like, 100 milligrams of salt, and mm-hmm. your daily recommended is, like, 2,000 milligrams of salt. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, basically nothing. Um, And I didn't end it correctly, so when I when I stopped, I'll, I'll go, like, way back. So, the first time I ever tried it, I did a 16-day water fast, and I ended it by eating... um. A chicken a giant, Caesar, a, gi- a giant meal. No, a, yeah, a chicken Caesar salad and half a Costco pizza. 
It's quite the dichotomy. Go on. Well, yeah. By the <laughs> way, Costco has great chicken Caesar salads. <laughs> but what you should do is have like some slices of tomato with salt and pepper or whatever. Um, some watermelon, something that's mostly water and easy to get down. And then like an hour or two after that, you could have some, you know, two, stri- two slices of bacon, two eggs. Then a little bit later, as your stomach gets used to having food in it, then you can have more of a normal meal. Mm-hmm. But I was like, salad and pizza, let's go. Right. Uh, and the last time I did it, I broke my fast on like pita chips, hummus, and cherries. And guacamole. And just, you know, I, I was in a bad state, so I was looking for stuff that might have helped. And some celery. I was like, ugh. Get rid of this fucking uric acid. Oh, right. And so now that I realize what you should do properly, when I feel the need to, I will do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, so you weren't you weren't taking any supplements. You weren't taking nothing. Nothing. Hmm. I did. I had some sodium chloride tabs, like like pills, mm-hmm. and. Like, you know, the magnesium, the CalMag, whatever I told you guys to get. Mm-hmm. So I would take, and I had some potassium citrate pills, but I wasn't taking nearly enough. You know, I would take one or two of those every other day when I probably mm-hmm. should have taken, you know, three or four of each every day. Hmm. And what are you doing now? Um, <laughs> You guys are going to laugh because you hate this guy, but I am... Using the snake juice recipe. Oh, I, don't, I don't actually hate him. I just find his videos annoying. He's, he's very yelling. abrasive. He's yelling. But but apart from that, I'm sure he has a good message for the most part. Yes. And I'm sure the quote-unquote snake juice, a.k.a. I'm sure pickle juice is almost the same thing, um, no. gets the job done. So It has been getting the job done. Um, I will, I'll occasionally feel... Uh, a little bit nauseous and run down, but I think that is because I'm I'm sort of going into this probably too aggressively. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I you know slow down, I'm sure I'd be you know overall feeling better, which I might do. I might you know cut one day, one gym day per week or something. I I don't know. Um, but I'm going tomorrow, so I'll I'll make decisions on the fly because who needs a plan, right? Are you recording your weight? I have pictures on my phone of the, of the scale. Okay. It's not in a spreadsheet or anything. Yeah. I was going to say if, uh, if we get some data together. Yeah. I could put it together. Might be, might be kind of nice. I, uh, apparently my, my automated spreadsheet from my scale wasn't working anymore. Uh, um, I got an email from if this, then that, that there was a problem. Huh. So I logged in yesterday and fixed it and now it's working again. So good. Yeah. Um, so James on your three or four day venture, what were you drinking? Water. Okay. I might have, co- I might have had coffee as well. Would you consider, no or would you consider attempting a seven-day snake juice fast. 
Dude, the fucking fast was so hard because so much of my life has been a bit built around eating. I know. You know, it's that's, hard. We can that's tell. one of the habits that we need to break. Yeah, we yeah. can tell. You know, Michael, you could go fuck yourself. Everyone who meets you can tell. <laughs> wow. Jesus. <laughs> God damn. Fucking toxic masculinity right yeah, here. Yeah, man. Jesus. There it is. Get it jacked, is right bro. Here. Yeah. So the reason... I think it would be good for you is because I do think you would see a noticeable difference in your lower region, if you know what I mean. What, a swelling of the hog by proxy of loss of weight? Yeah, of course. No, I mean, even lower. His leg? Yeah. Oh, my leg? Yeah, probably. Probably, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, it wouldn't hurt. Yeah. Yeah, would, of course it definitely wouldn't hurt. It wouldn't hurt. Definitely. So if you if you think about it and consider it, feel free to let me know or feel free to watch some of Cole's videos and get the recipe and do it on your own without telling anyone. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But I think it could uh could benefit you greatly. Maybe even restore a lot of what you once had. Okay. <laughs> I'm, talking, like, I'm talking about, you know, mobility. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Thank okay. you. Okay. That's it. It just got awkward real quick. Oh, I don't know. Bit. I don't know I, why. I'm sure it's my fault. Whatever. I don't know why, but James is like, thanks, ass. Like I don't I... <laughs> This guy's trying to be helpful here. I appreciate and, it. It's and, fine. And this guy is You like, have eleven months to make a decision. I know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there we go. Probably yeah, less see? than that. See? Probably like a month. All right. It's worth the time to make it happen. Well no, as long as you're I say on your way, right? As long as like, you're, you know, making like you making the change. I feel like you shifted the bar there. For me? You're making yeah. up your own rules. You're yeah. pivoting. Like, oh, I'm sorry. In, in 11 months, we need to be we need to be uh, 170 pounds injected. I mean, you know, that's ideal. No, well, but, that's not going to happen. No. So, you, yeah, you. Should. I would say you need to be making progress. That's what I what I think, and making positive changes, or have made positive changes. Have made at that the are very in, least. in effect. Yeah. Yes, that's what that's what I would say. We can rewrite the bill. You know, we'll, we'll be reasonable. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, so now we're in the extra section. What do we yep. got down here? So, <laughs> speaking of flat earthers, um, the let me let me get the real name of this. the The Flat Earth International Conference is uh, organizing a cruise in 2020, which will include uh, some famous celebrities. One of which was mentioned earlier, Tila Tequila. <laughs> um, they're gonna have a great time. But the thing is, nobody tell them that nautical navigation and GPS is based on the fact that the Earth is a sphere. And satellites and everything, that's that's how ships don't crash into each other so often. If the Earth was flat, all navigational data could be handled by three satellites due to the various distance. Uh, But since it is not, there are apparently 24 satellites... Uh, orbiting yes. the orbiting the round Earth, 
mm-hmm. handling GPS traffic and, and uh, location data. Um, but once again, don't let's keep it a secret. Don't tell them. So that's all I, I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah. Second link I have in there is what we talked about earlier, the body body positivity slash body negativity link to uh, Miss Eden Jax's try on haul video in case anyone listening wants to see what we were shitting on. Oh, here we go. I did put the, the, the DNA thing in here. Oh, okay. Okay, I put it in the extra section. So um this is uh James Watson, one of the fathers of DNA. Uh he believes a link between race and intelligence. Okay. And I don't mean like between apes and orangutans and people no. or something. I mean like uh here here he's quoted as saying he was gloomy about the prospect of Africa because he believed African intelligence was genetically lower than that of Europeans. So I'm going to pivot off of this for a little bit, and there, I won't say he's inherently right, but a question I have is how do you think complexity of language ties into intelligence? Because, you know, it's not universal, of course, but someone with a very complicated language, not necessarily English, but like Finnish, uh, that's a very complicated language. What is their intelligence compared to that of like Australian or New Zealand Aboriginal tribes who have a very, a a relatively simple language. Well, is that partially genetics and brain development as a linguist? I uh, have to tell you that I was just, I was just, uh, just throwing that out there. (laughs) I I have no idea. So I don't think it's related. I don't, I don't think it is either, but I um, think so. People are people. I mean, to do what, to do what an Aborigine, I think people have fields of expertise, and I think that if you're a Finn or whatever the fuck you are, you're you have a field of expertise in something probably social socializing, carpenting, <laughs> you know whatever. You have some field of expertise, and those Aboriginal tribes have the same field of expertise, animal animal husbandry or whatever. They <laughs> right. have some they have something they're very good at, and I think that's. I think when you live in a hunter-gatherer society, your focus is highly specific on certain things. So why would you have long debatable, long conversations filled with philosophy when all you need to do is figure out how to drink fresh water Mm -hmm. and how to hunt? You know, I mean, it's not necessary. It's just not necessary. We we talked last week about you know the company, the Australian company. Thank you. That the guy, the founder, was complaining about how a kid in how him as a child he never had to worry about getting water and how these African kids as children had to know that they knew that they were spending like you know five hours a day getting going to get water. Right. You know, and how much time that takes up. When you're when you're when your life goals are go get water, why are you fucking wasting your time filling a language with unnecessary jibber jabber? You don't even have time to conceptualize those kind of things. You know? We only can think about these things and have elaborate languages and shit because we have the time to be like, hmm, mm-hmm. you know, that's the only reason. Otherwise, it wouldn't matter. You know, first world no, problems. Yeah, exactly. So I, I don't think 
This is just like an old racist being an old racist. Do you, Mike, do you, does this article say anything, or do you happen to know how he was intending on testing this uh, intelligence between races? Um, I don't. Those liver spots. Ugh. Yeah, I, I don't know. Okay. He's like, here's a standardized intelligence test written only in English. Uh, go. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Apparently, though, racist, whatever. So now he's disgraced and blah, blah, blah. I mean, you got to accept it. Just like just like Trump, just like the old, the NBA owner who was talking about, you know, don't take pictures of black guys on social media or whatever. Like, they, these people grew <laughs> up in the early 1900s. Something like that, right? Yeah. So this was like so daily I life. Think, I think there's... I think there did exist though non racists even back then. Yeah, there did, but they're just like the people right now who are like, hey, it's okay to be trans and you should understand that. Now obviously there's more of those people now because society kind of forces you to be progressive. And if you're not progressive, you're grossly demonized because of social media and there's communication around the world travels at an instant. So now people know if you've been bad right away. But I'm just saying like our generation is going to be the generation that someone is going to say, someone's going to ask like Elon Musk when he's like 80 or something. So what do you think about blah? He's like, I think trans is a disease or something. He's going to say something right. stupid. You know what I mean? Like it's going to happen and, and it's going to be that kind of thing because that's, that's our thing. You know what I mean? Now black people aren't the enemy. Now it's like the sexually weird people <laughs> or whatever. And then one day it'll be the people who are like, I only want to marry anime women or whatever. You know, or uh, it's always going to be something. It's going to be a fucking thing. Those people suck. Because there's, hmm. there's too many people. And there's too much choice because no one has a clear path of duty as they go through life. Because it's take all the important stuff is taken care of by other people. So these, all these people are lost and looking for a place to belong. So they find their group. All right, well, next up, we have, uh, so it's X here. Is he going to give it to you? He is. <laughs> um, now, I don't know if this is a joke. I think it is, but the mathematician proves X going to give it to you. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I think this is bullshit, but it's just it's just a funny read. Um, it took 10 years of trial and error to confirm this conclusion after presenting his paper nonstop pop-up and the inevitability of X stainless steel epistemology. <laughs> there can be no doubt X will hit it with, with full strength. I've been doing this for 19 years. I put in work and it's all for the kids. <laughs> That's funny. Okay. And he's from Baltimore. Yeah. And he's from Baltimore. Um, and then, yeah, no, this is this is bullshit, but it's hilarious. And then at the end, it says, "Fuck what you heard, it's what you're hearing." Said visitor <laughs> professor of thugonomics, John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> and what I heard today is incontestable proof that X is going to rock, roll, and pop all over us. <laughs> so there you go. So Fantastic. It's, yes, it's been mathematically proven. Um, I don't know if you guys saw this. 
There's a sound installation in the middle of the Namib Desert in Africa that is playing the song Africa by Toto on a loop uh, forever until it is swallowed by the sands. This is great. Why? But it's still great. (laughs) Because some guy was like, I'm a psychopath and I'm going to do this. Yeah, that's fantastic. He left a, his phone there or an iPod or something just connected to speakers. Yeah. Solar powered, I'm sure. Yeah. Exactly. That's great. Imagine some nomad stumbling across this. Be like, uh. Like, what is this? Is this, uh, is this God? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. So it's just utterly ridiculous. Um, Where is it at? Nambi Desert. The Namib Namib. Desert? I'm assuming that's in Namibia. How does it play? Um, I mean, it's just an iPod on loop or something, and that's it. I mean, but all these things need power. Solar. 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 Solar cells. It won't last that long. It looks like like he just literally took a speaker system and set it up and left his phone sitting on a desk. Walk away. Yeah, but that, that's not a phone, I don't think. I think that's a solar thing, but I could be wrong. Ah. Batteries die after a while. Oh, yeah. No, it's not going to last forever. It's just, you know, it's just a funny thing. That's all. So imagine that gets buried, right? And yeah. in in 300 years, when it's uncovered, what are they going to think? Did he leave a note? Jesus. Right. Oh yeah. I don't know. I don't know. If, I don't think. What it would they think? I don't like, know. Just hypothetically, what? So would this they is think? the weirdest time capsule ever. Would they think <laughs> it's a time capsule? You think? Dude, imagine all the shit we find now. Like you know, we're like, what was it? And it's some bullshit like this. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like some epic troll from five hundred years ago. When yeah. I see stuff like this, I realize that a lot of things we found probably is stuff like that, and we just. You know, I I think when I became like forty, I realized it's like, oh, people troll, and trolling is not exclusive to this generation. Yeah. So it's very possible that a lot of stuff is just a troll, like burying like Tutankhamun and all that stuff. We're like, man, these guys were rich. They could have been like the Donald Trumps of their time. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And the real like celebrity kings were like, just bury me anywhere, man. It's all good. I'm gonna be with my people or something. Like we, when we never know. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It could be only the ostentatious fucking assholes who are buried like that. Is there a live stream of the loop? Is that what we're watching here? There's at least a video of it. I don't think I don't think it's a live stream. It's so crazy. Yeah, no, they I think he took a video of it before he left. And he put the white boxes out there and he left. It's gonna get buried. It'll be buried within a year. Mm-hmm. Could be. Um, all right, so enough Toto. Next up, they had Snoop Dogg at an NHL game, and they had him do some announcing. Dude, it's fucking great. I wish there was a way we could play this for our, our audience, but uh, I didn't. Well, they can I didn't, play it for I, themselves. There's a link in there. I didn't. I didn't uh, prep prep enough for that, but. <laughs> He's a running three-man weave. That's my dog. That's pretty funny. 
You know what this <laughs> kind like, of bacon, bacon, and bacon. Oh, like, it's like what the fuck. <laughs> this kind of reminds me of there was a, I don't know his name, some black guy on Twitter who was like, I never been to a hockey game, so he shows up and he live tweets a hockey game. He's like, yo, this game is the shit. <laughs> yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's pretty funny. I'm going to have to watch the whole thing later. <laughs> He's like, slows it down, holds it down. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> what the fuck, man? Wait, I didn't see this. I heard about this. Is it really good? Yeah, it's, it's great. pretty funny. Oh, Snoop Dogg. <laughs> I was watching Toto. I'm sorry. <laughs> see? It's the I best. I like that song. It I is a good song. Installation now. You're going to go to the Namib Desert. I'm just going to go there and get lost and die. <laughs> They'll find you like 50 feet from the installation and be like, was this a place of worship? <laughs> that James, sure was. James, you can... Uh, yeah, no, you'll survive. You'll be all right. Uh, yeah. Fun fact. Did you know that the word desert does not have to... Uh, it's not... Doesn't have to be a hot, dry place, right? Or doesn't have to be a hot place, right? No, there's food deserts, and there's you know. Well, Well, there's a desert. There's a desert in Antarctica. Yeah, that's the world's largest desert. There's one in Oregon as well. It's it's just a lack of rainfall. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. So that's it. You watching the Snoop Dogg thing? Food desert. Um, no, I mean, I, I looked at a little bit of it, but I couldn't really hear it because the guys were talking. The fucking other announcers were talking. And Snoop Dogg's voice is low. <laughs> I don't know anything about hockey, so I'm just like, all right, whatever. I, I mean, it's probably funny. I'll look at it. But uh, does he, is he a hockey fan? He's That's becoming so weird, one. by the way. Dude, it's hilarious. I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> I don't think he does either, but it's hilarious. <laughs> He's like three man weave. Oh, like <laughs> I mean, Snoop. Have you looked at his Twitter? I mean, his Instagram. Snoop Dogg is funny. He reposts his fucking crazy videos and he makes crazy videos. He's, he's funny, enjoying life. He's legitimately a funny guy. Yeah, he's like oh, that's yeah. how I'd be if I was rich. You know, he'd be like, yeah, I'm just having a good time. I rap <laughs> once a year and yeah. I'm funny, and that's what I do. You know, I smoke tons of weed, have a great time. You know. And I'm just sitting around being funny. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's how you live your retirement, if you're rich. Not being like, I'm going to go and fucking feed homeless kids. Like, fuck that. That's, that's actually... A yeah, fuck Bill do. Gates. It's like, it's like, curing you, I mean. malaria and whatnot. <laughs> He's not curing shit. <laughs> fuck out of here with that shit. He's just a rich guy donating his money to a bunch of corrupt motherfuckers. If you if you want to be a rich guy and you want to help people, start a company whose only job it is is to do moonshots. Yeah, I think I think he did. So yeah, it's called Microsoft. (laughs) Isn't that the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation? Yeah, Yeah. they're not. They don't. Yeah, they donate money to things. They're not. And as far as I know, they're not like doing what I'm talking about. They're just another foundation donating money to things. Uh, malaria could theoretically be eliminated, I'll say relatively quickly. Um, I, I'm sure there have been articles about this, but basically you need to introduce some genetically modified male mosquitoes 
that when they when they uh, you know fertilize the the eggs of the female mosquitoes, all of the offspring are sterile. Jesus Christ! So like that would be the last generation, you know, from would, I'll say from that fuck? bloodline. What the fuck would that do? That's the problem. That's the biggest problem. No, they they want to eradicate mosquitoes entirely. They're like we're done with them. Yeah, but what they don't does serve that any do? purpose. What is the what is the what is the other effects? We don't know. Will bees just all of a sudden die? Well, will there be no more frogs? Because that's a well, thing. I, true. Like I don't think any there's any. Anymore. I don't think there's any crossbreeding between bees and mosquitoes or bees no, and frogs. Not crossbreeding. No, but they you know eat I mean. the frogs or no, whatever. You know I don't know. I think that'd be fine. Has a anytime we we dabble in I that's their food source. That's what you're meaning. Yeah. yeah, there's a there's always an effect. Okay. There's always some other like pyramid effect. Like you take this thing out, and then this other thing dies off, or they change and start whatever. You know, some asshole brings a cat to fucking Switzerland, and now there's a fucking all these Switzerland like, invasive what are species, these and this fucking invasive yeah, you right. know, like birds, okay. like birds are out of control for some reason. People are like there's too many birds, you know, they're. Um, or there's the cats are killing all the birds. That's what it was. Cats are killing all house cats are killing all the birds. Too many fucking house cats. Right. You know. Okay. So I mean, I, thought. I, I don't I, know. I, I worry about an a, a solution to a problem that involves eradicating a species because there has to be a balance provided. You know. Now, are there a lot of species? <laughs> are there a lot of species that depend on? African mosquitoes for their food source. I have no idea. I'm not a mosquitologist. Fair enough. But are you a breeding expert? Skeet, skeet, skeet. I'm definitely not a breeding expert. I wish I was a breeding expert. I'm not. (laughs) So, James, it says here, the scale of the foundation and the way it seeks to apply business techniques to giving makes it one of the leaders in venture philanthropy. So that's pretty much what you're talking about. Okay. Well, give me, give me some examples. You're looking at their site. Give me some examples. Well, that Evan just named one. Um, they do that. They do, well, that's probably the biggest one that's like kind of crazy. Um, the only other thing I know that they're actually doing is they also invest a lot in uh, IV, Intellectual Ventures, which is uh, a company that uh, was founded by another Microsoft Oh, the guy. guy? Nathan Mirvold. The original moonshot guy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That guy is a fucking... Woo! That guy's a beast. Yeah, we know about him. He's like, uh... He's like your hero, uh... What's his name? Da Vinci? <laughs> it's not your hero. <laughs> no, the guy... The guy from the TV show you like. The movie you like. He is that guy. Tony Stark? No. You might as well be, but no. It's like rocket scientist, doctor. Oh, Buckaroo oh. Banzai. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Kind of, yeah. yeah. He's a cowboy astronaut millionaire, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and rock star. Yeah. Right. And neurosurgeon and, you know. Yeah. So, you yeah. know a way that would save the mosquitoes but still cure malaria? It would take a lot longer, though. Give newborn babies. Malaria. A, a, yes. A very low dose of malaria because the more times you have it, the less physical effect it has on you. It's like if it, it, it will almost kill you the first time and it will kill you a little bit less the second time and so on and so forth. So like the 15th or 20th time you, you know, you get 
your blood sucked by a malaria infected mosquito, you'll be fine. <clears throat> Interesting. I kind of like that. So, I mean, the mosquitoes would still be around, but they wouldn't be such, you know, such a deadly menace in theory until they mutate and then we start all over again. Hmm. Or <laughs> until people's, <laughs> until the, like the third generation of this starts having kids and then those kids are carriers of malaria and they go abroad and infect the rest of the world. And that's how you get the game, the board game risk. Yeah, that's how you get zombies. No. Like, do you want zombies? Because that's how you get zombies. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, man. Okay. Uh, did you know that apparently different blood types make you susceptible to different diseases? Uh, I did not know that. Would you yeah. like to know more? Well, well yeah, we'll talk more about that next week. But yeah. It's uh that's an interesting uh thing that I just learned about recently. So we'll definitely uh, we'll definitely go over that next thank week. Thank God for the sickle cell. <laughs> <laughs> that does make you immune to something, right? No, I don't know. I'm just saying. It's, uh, I'm pretty know. sure it does. I don't know. We'll have to we'll have to look into that for next week. There. I'm going to write it down. Sickle cell immune, immune to something. Please don't. I'm just making a joke. How do we change our blood type? What kind of genetic engineering would that take? I'm going to write that down. You would have to change your bone marrow. But... Yeah. That's possible. It is it hurts. possible. It hurts so bad. <laughs> That's why you do it when when you're a baby and you don't remember the pain. We need to do more experiments on babies. That's all I'm saying. Did you know that until like the 80s, they didn't think babies what do could they taste like? experience pain? So they well, never they used to use anesthetic or anything? I mean, they don't recognize pain. They're not going to remember it like we would. But even then, like, if you go in for surgery, it, granted, you're under anesthesia and everything, but the pain of recovery, 10 years from now, can you actually remember what that pain was like? No. You can imagine it, but you don't remember. <laughs> Pain's temporary. <clears throat> Being skinnies forever. No. True. <laughs> um. All right. So, uh, yeah, that's all I had. James, you had anything else to uh? Nope. To add, Evan. No, sir. Any closing remarks? Any words of wisdom? Just uh, do more experiments on babies. You know, I said it about a minute ago. It's still true. Inject them with semen. Ah, uh, I mean that's like oh, pedophilia the there. It's like, there. Yeah, it's <laughs> a it's a that's a very big. Uh, that's a dark gray area, Mike. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I no, said, I mean, you order. Taste. You order. No, I know what you said. The... I know what you said. What do you mean? You know, you order a, a needle gray. off the internet like that guy. Yes. One needle, share between them. Yeah. That's all. It's perfectly fine. Just lick it clean. You're, you'll be good. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. All right, everyone. Thank you for joining us for another fun-filled and definitely fact-based episode of the IO panel. If you have any comments or questions for us, please send them to feedback at iopanelpodcast.com. Check out our website, iopanelpodcast.com. On the right-hand side, you'll find links to all our social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, 
And you also find ways to support us, including our Amazon affiliate link and our Patreon. Please subscribe. We need money. We're poor. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you next time. You cast in on my promises You know I'm too generous Now I've learned to never help you out Cause I'm done cleaning up your mess Found myself in my regrets I've become a little stronger now A little stronger